So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Matthew Media alongside my critic companion crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello, hello, hello. And this is another episode of BBB Radio. Uh, and let's just call this episode the Going Back to School Edition, because yes, at the time of us recording yeah. this, it is literally like less than a day before, yeah, school reopened, right? So, right. yeah, that means a lot of traffic, a lot of, you know, um, especially, you know, between the hours of two to four, you know, mean right. kids leaving school and parents having to come and pick them up and whatnot. But, you know, that that's just how it be, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, today we have like just quite a lot of shows to talk about, um, some TV stuff, some movie stuff. Um, so when it comes to TV stuff, uh, we will talk about the first season of My Adventures with Superman. We'll also talk about One sure. Piece, probably one of the most highly anticipated TV shows of the year so far. Um, right. You will talk about Disenchantment, I believe is the final season, sure. I think. Well, I, I ain't got a sense. I tr- I, well, it could be final, but yeah, it, it felt final. Uh, that's all I'll do. Okay, okay. All right. Well, all right. Yeah. Um, a movie that is based on a show that I still just haven't gotten around to watching, shame on me, that will be Metalocal- Metalocalypse. Sorry. Um, you have the yeah. Doomster. Uh, you will talk yeah. about the season, the final season premiere of Archer, which I haven't even started, because yeah, I'm still on that recap vibe. I'm I'm still recapping that show. Cause I haven't watched that in a long while. Uh, we'll talk about um, past lives when it, well, you know, just switching over to movies now. We'll talk about yeah. um, the the surprise, you know, well, I should say surprisingly great film um, past lives uh and we will also talk about the equalizer tree actually we will close things off with the equalizer tree right so let's jump into the tv stuff one time um let's start off you know small with uh, the season 14 premiere of archer right so when it comes to that right so as i said earlier on i am still recapping this show right because yeah when it came out back in 2009 i jumped on board and just looking back at it now, though, um, it, it still holds up for the most part, right? You know, some of the jokes, um, you know, aren't as politically correct as they were back then, you know what I mean? Well, uh, you know, like, like like that, right? But for the yeah. most part, the jokes still land, right? Um, what I will say, though, because admittedly for me, I have just restarted the third season. Um, the first season for me was just, you know, just kind of introducing us to um, Sterling Archer himself, which is just basically... Yeah the American asshole version of the James Bond archetype. That's what it is, right? Right. Um, he has mommy issues. He, you know, you know, always hitting on women and sleeping with them, but can't even commit and whatnot. So basically, it just takes all the toxicity of the James Bond archetype and just right. makes it into this lovable loser that they just kind of, like, enjoy watching, right? Even when he says or does a lot of dumb shit, right? But for me... Where the, where the series really started to shine, even though, well, again, I'm just recapping here, right, is the second season, because that's where you really got to see more of the, the other characters themselves, right? You really got to see, you see them more um, front and center, right? Instead of, like, I, I just felt, for me, first season was just all about Archer and everybody else was just put to the back, right? But I felt with the second season, that's where you saw more of Lana, you saw more of Cyril, you saw more of Cheryl and Pam and 
um, Ray and Krieger, you know what I mean? You saw more of them just being goofballs, right? Uh, for the most part. And I thought like the action is sort of ramped up as well too, right? You know, because the first one again was just more about, you know, um, more, more, more about subverting the archetype, right? But this one was like kind of embracing it and just having fun with it as well too. Um, and especially where that second season end, it was like, holy shit, right? But it was a great cliffhanger, if you will, right? Um, and for me, like, I stopped basically around, I forget what season it was, it was probably season 8 or 9, where they just started going on this thing about, well, you know, Archer's in a coma, and... Yeah, that's when it, it yeah, kind of... Kinda sort of lo- not, I won't go as far as say lose me, but like, yeah, it, it was because it's not really tying into anything interesting. Exactly, and and it was it was cool during the whole during doing sorry the whole period pieces stuff, but like um the the one where I stopped off at I believe it was where they were trapped in this jungle I, I, I think it was in the Amazon jungle or, or whatever it is I can't remember what it was but that was literally the last thing that I saw of Archer the moment where they said they were going to space I was like. Eh, yeah. I don't know, right? I was, I was just kind of right. waiting for them to get back on track, and I sort of lost track of that, right? Because yes, they came back on track. Um, unfortunately, kind of coming right after you know the death of the great Jessica Wal- Walter, sorry, back in twenty twenty one, right? But yeah, here we are now with the final season. So I guess I have time to recap, but I'll, I'll just say this right off the bat: I'm gonna skip those side seasons right those side stories if you will and just want to jump into like the real story so when um archer gets out you know um comes out of his coma sorry that's when i'm you know from from that point on where that's where i want to really like latch back into right but yeah i right. have not seen archer in a long while though so yeah i have a long way to go right and i still recapping shit right but yeah ricardo you saw the premiere of um season 14 um, so I guess before we begin, you know, you could talk about, you know, why you love that show so much. I know that's one of your favorites. And, um, yep. yeah, just, just quick thoughts on the, the side stories and how it sort of picked back up from, from there up to this point here. Yeah, uh, Archer, again, I, I consider Archer arguably one of the, the best um, animated adult comedies probably ever. Um, Pong for Pong, it's, it's a true classic. There's only one show I put above it that is probably uh, uh, Bojack Horseman. Um, but... Archer is, is just like legitimately intelligent. It it knows how to use its humor really well. It has a great um, stream of consciousness flow to the dialogue and material. Every yeah, it's just really, really funny. I mean, still, and Archer is a great character. You know, um, what's the guy's name? Bob's Burgers. I forget the the, act, the voice actor's name off the top of my head. Uh, he's great. He's like absolutely perfect. Oh, I, 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 I kind of knew it off my head there too. Um, each John Benjamin do. Yeah. Each John Benjamin, right? Yeah. Uh, he 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 does that that great conceit of you know, goof, goofy idiot, but also kind of almost like brilliant savant at the same time. So you could totally understand why he's an agent. Um, to make it work as a, a big, a big parody of of you know, you know, uh, effectively, you know, MI6. So, but yeah, well, American well, MI6 we're really like like sixties and seventies um, secret agent films. That's really what right, they're right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're making fun of that whole conceit of yeah, basically it's a send up of of the spy, the spy genre, most notably that of James Bond, and they make it work. And yeah, all the characters really good. Um, voice acting is, is excellent across the board, and yeah, it's just a show that stick with me. But yes, you, you're, I agree with you. It did it reveal a little bit in terms of its material, and the stuff with the stuff that just goes against went against that that conceit and went into more general sci-fi stuff. Or when he was in a in a in a dream world kind of thing, that that stuff kind of loses me. It's still good, but it just it don't hold on to the, the the core conceit, which is making fun of effectively the, the James Bond send up. 
Um, but yeah, I, I mostly caught up with most of it for, for what it was. Uh, but I, I, to be honest, I couldn't, I couldn't care for a lot of it. Um, but the stuff with the, with the, when Archer and, and uh, Lana had a daughter, that was pretty good. Um, but, and where it evolves to, it's really good. And yeah, that is where the final season really feels like a, a, a close it. I'll say, to be honest, it's, it's one of those shows that kind of went on a little too long. I mean, it's not Simpsons bad or Family Guy bad, but it, you know, it, it's a show that could have probably wrap up a little earlier, to be honest, in my humble opinion. Um, but yeah, where it, where it is right now with, with, this, with this latest season is that, uh, well, Lana takes over um, ISIS, right? Or what they call it, what they used to call ISIS, right? Right, right. Uh, she's, she's in charge now, and she, she kind of fallen into the trappings of, of Sterling's mom, uh, the same you know, un- you understand why Stone's mom is the way she is, um, that kind of stuff. And what it, what she does in, in her first uh, thing to send Stone and the gang on a, on a mission, she has to, they have to go meet somebody who is claiming to be part of um, of the um, police, the police unit in, in Europe. Uh, but she now, it, she's lying about that. And this new character effectively is like a younger Lana. Um, she, I think I forget her name. I think it's, it's not Lana Kane, but Zara Khan, which is like okay, they make it real obvious. And she's like oh, really no, no, like right. a young, <laughs> right? Uh, and they make it. They, they really um have it like legit funny in terms of like she's just the hot. She's just this younger, smarter version of of Archer. But it's not like she replaced Lana. Lana like when they when Lana and her meet, they they they're fine. It's just is the problem is is Archer himself, and she moves from from um. Uh well okay uh Interpol she's part of Interpol she moves from Interpol to go work for well ISIS right effectively and yeah the show picks up back and it's strange that this is final season material okay this is something that could have worked again two or three seasons ago I felt um and but it's still it's still legit legit funny it's a great first couple episodes involving this character and that's why it starts it's just it it really feels like it actually now really feels like something that the show um falls falls into for, for what it is and what they're trying to do. Uh but she 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 is um like legit funny and and, and on her own she's like basically just a, 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 a like a, she's effectively like Archer, just as obnoxious but ridiculously competent. And that's basically the thing. Is that they're doing the whole put down Archer a little bit but make her look good kind of thing. But they, they have what's going on with her. And we're not sure if she's a bad guy. Not maybe because they still still have a say some a couple of sketchy things. Because what they find out is that she the mission wasn't an Interpol mission, even though she works for Interpol. She should effectively lie about that, um, for what it is. But yeah, um it's really, really funny. Everybody everybody's back on board, you know, with the, uh, of course with the exception of Jessica Walter. And it it you know, everybody, you know, Aisha Tyler's great. Um what do you call him? The father from Rick and Morty, um who's plays Cyril. He's he's really, really funny still in this. Uh, oh him, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, always, I always forget his um. I always forget his name. Um, Chris Parnell. Chris yeah, Parnell. Chris yeah. Parnell. Yeah, used to be used to be on SNL, right? And yeah, that that is that is what it is. Um, they, they it's it. I think it's pretty good and for it is. It's interesting that again because of the nature of the show, I'm, I'm not. I don't have a problem with this conceit because. But if I if I took the show too seriously as a spy show, I'd be like, yeah, this character could have come out a little earlier. To be honest, but as it is, I, I enjoy it for it for what it is, and, and it really works. And they, they have a, a a lot of like funny bits involved in the you know lana in charge now and having to take over and all the bullshit she have to go through because yeah you understand she, she basically immediately learned in one day why jessica walter was the way she was <laughs> like that's that's why they make it why, why archer mom was the way she was like it's the same she kind of fallen into the same rut and understanding why she is and she she turned it well she turned it into mallory effectively slowly but surely and they, they, they're, they're doing that arc for and that, that working on, on its own like why she not on the field why she she want to leave the field or not and yeah um, I want to see where they're going to go with it. I'm going to take it in. And yeah, enjoying it so far. Solid, solid premiere in my humble opinion. 
Right. Um, so up next, um, Disenchanted, which is a show that I still yeah. haven't watched, um, even though I know the creator. Sure. I mean, we all know the creator, right? Uh, Matt Groening, yeah. you know what I mean? The, the, the man yeah. behind The Simpsons, right? But yeah, I mean, like the conceit looked really interesting and all, but I just kind of look at it like, I don't know, should I? Should I? But I know, you know, over the years, you've, you've, you've checked it out um, and covered it on the show yep. and seem to enjoy it, right? So, yeah, um, how was this um, particular season here? All right. So, I, I always misjudge the show. I think I, it's only, it take, I, I don't, it, it's, it's a kind of, I kind of shame on me that I take this long to, like, get this show. But, uh, basically, how to, I always interpret this show as basically kind of medieval Futurama. It's, yeah, it's Futurama, but medieval. That's how I always interpreted the show. It's medieval Futurama. Think about it like like medieval Futurama, that kind of stuff. And then I realized, oh yeah, that's like the wrong way to think about this. Um, you know, it's more like something like comparable to Adventure Time. Uh, and once you think about it like that, then I realize, all right, that make a little more sense and works um, for it for what it's, it's trying to do in terms of its conceit. And yeah, it's like a great story, great characterization. It builds from from the, the previous seasons in a really good way. And I'm just gonna straight up say it, and this way, this way, I'm gonna get some little hate. Not a, it's incredibly unfun. Wow. Didn't laugh, didn't crack, didn't crack a smile once. It's listen, I think it's good material, you know, it's good stuff. Not fun, right? Don't think it funny. Incredibly unfunny, in my humble opinion. Um, you know, I, I, it working. The main character is great. You know, it doing everything it's doing. But because I, I jumped into this thinking it's supposed to be Futurama, and it, you know what? The reason I only now notice this is because of the current season of Futurama, right? The current season of Futurama uh, is decent stuff. It's, it, it, what, it, it, what it's doing is nostalgia, nostalgia sludging Futurama. Right. So it's it just doing like episodes that are kind of like build off of or slight continuations of old classic Futurama episodes mm. in, in certain ways. It's like, oh yeah, right, I remember this character from that, and then they run with it in a certain way. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm actually like surprised and not surprised that you're watching Futurama right now. Like, I, I honestly was going to yeah. wait until the season wrap up and then watch it, but right. actually not surprised yeah, that, that you're I, checking it out weekly. Yeah, I, I decided to pick off two at a time, and, and I enjoy them. They, they keep in my attention. They, they're still funny enough for what they are, but you know, I, I have a, a thing with that. But anyway, this new new season... Um, this kind of wraps up the whole conceit with with uh, um, with Bean, the main character. She she has uh, her whole arc. She she has a whole love story. Well, the character was revealed to be, I think, bisexual like two seasons ago. So she in a full relationship with a mermaid mermaid this time, and they they doing that whole thing. Then she has a big a big final battle with her evil counterpart, and the story just goes in this big adventure with all these these characters. Where the demon character played by Eric Andre. He goes to heaven, and I think I think God is voiced by um, what do you call him? Samurai Jack, no? the Samurai Jack voice actor. I think that is the voice for him. Oh, um, Phil, Phil Amar. Okay. Phil, Phil Amar, right, right. And he he um, they they have a whole thing with with a uh, final wish, which he make, and that was pretty good. And then the battle with, with and then being recollects to dad, and they 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 build up everything what it is. And I watching this, and I not cracking a smile at all, but it's it's good storytelling, like. It is is this big linear storyline and is this whole thing with Bit Bean again mostly with, with her versus her evil counterpart, um, Bad Bean. And not a lick of it is funny. Like I just not cracking I just do find this shit funny at all, Jud. Like it it it's doing Futurama. And again, only because I noticed how Futurama, like this new season of Futurama, not super funny, but like a laughing at some of the jokes. Like, oh yeah, that was kind of funny. And then I realized, oh shit, this show not really meant to be funny. That is why it loses me. 
And that's why, that's why I, I shouldn't say lose me, but lose me in the sense that I, I was confused as what kind of show this was meant to be. Right? I always really thought this was meant to be medieval Futurama. That's a mistake. Don't look at it like that. Go into it with its own thing. More think of it as more comparable to something like Steven Universe or something comparable to, to Adventure Time. When you think about it like that, the show flows a little better and makes a little more sense in terms of like what the show supposed to be is meant to be. I personally did not find it funny at all, right? And that for that, I don't know if that's prolonged marks because I, I think that is, I was looking at it the wrong way the entire time. I suppose that is, that is my attitude towards this. But yeah, uh, it's still pretty good. It 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 still uh, comes together reasonably well. I can see why a lot of people don't like it because the first two seasons were, were, were legitimate weak and didn't work. And I think it's because it kind of gave up on that conceit by by season three, four, and five it comes together a little better in terms of like, all right, this is what it should be doing instead of that and so on and so forth. That's that how I feel about it. Yeah, uh, solid season overall in terms of like where, where Bean goes, where the arc goes, what happens to Bean, what, what she's doing and, and, and how and why why she um, makes all these, these, these and where, the, where her character goes. And all of that makes a lot of sense in my humble opinion. And yeah, I, I actually really like uh, the season for what it is. Just don't go in expecting it to be funny. I think that's my take, at least for me. That's my main main concern with it. If you're going to going to expect it to be funny, I don't think it works particularly well in my humble opinion. That's me, me personally. But as if you're just going to it as a solid, like just great medieval adventure storyline, it works, right? With a with a decent main character. I think it's um Abby. What's her name from Elana Fraser? It was Elana Glazer. Oh, um, oh, Broad City. Her. Okay. Broad okay. City. Her. Uh, what's her name? Abby. I forget her last name. Yeah. 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 It's her. She's the main character. She she good. She, yeah, I think that's why Bean is Bean is bi. I think she's bisexual in real as well. Uh, well, I, 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 I know Lana is, if, if I'm not mistaken, but you I think know, she, actually you're right. Also. Abby is Abby is yes as well. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So they, they play that to the character. And they they have a, a central love story that really works, especially the ending involving um, Eric Andrews' character. Like there's something involving him, and that comes back full circle with with the storyline. It's like oh, this is this is good stuff though, like character stuff. But not a lick of it was funny to me. Holy shit, I was not laughing at all. I was like, jeez, boy, like just, I don't know what's going on here. And it is like, all right, well, it's it just working for the story, right? And then when I started, I, I, I went in and read the comments about it. I was like, okay. And I see people having all these other emotions except for human. And I was like, all right, well, you should not meant to be funny then. Like, I, like my brain now does now, you know, click to make sense in that sense. Uh, like, all right, well, the show, all right, this. Uh, rating. Um, for me personally, seven out of ten. Um, overall, the whole show, I, I don't know if this is the final season. It, the way it frames itself, it's, it's very final season, especially with the, the last shot involving the, the, the town of um, the Dream, dream Town. Um, the whole series, I never really loved this whole series, to be honest. Again, I, I probably misinterpreted it, admittedly. So I'll, I'll put it in the framework about a, a six out of ten. Um, it's not Futurama, but I don't think it's, it was ever really meant to be, to be honest. And I think they took a while to figure that out. Um, because the first two seasons really felt like medieval Futurama. That is what it was trying to be. Just, just way less funny. Um, this time, they just seem to give up on the humor in any workable sense. And they just, you know, just, you know, tell the story as it is. They have this big final battle and action, big final battle and everything. And it's like, oh, this is real drama stuff, but it's not, I'm not finding any of it funny. So, like, that is not the intention. That is, just, that is probably my fault as, as a critic on that side. But as it is, it's a decent enough show. I don't super love it, uh, but I still recommend it. You know, it's still a, a decent outing for it. Was, and I, sh- I know the show has its fan base. So yeah, uh, yeah, 6 out of 10 um, for the series, uh, 7 out of 10 for the whole, whole season. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so let's talk for a while about my adventures with Superman. And um, just sure. letting you know, we may get 
into Apple we'll at the end. Yeah, we, like, like uh, uh, sorry, but we we have to. Yeah. It's DC. It's what we do when it comes to yeah. you know DC content, right? Yeah. So I'll do the I'll do the um I'll I'll just more or less state what the show is about, and then I'll just share my thoughts, right? So yeah, what it's about? Well, I should say before I forget, we actually covered the first two episodes of the season yeah. already, because um, they dropped on the same night, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, and at first, you know, we were taken aback at the fact that even though this was a this was an Adult Swim release, um, it skewed young. Like it, it just felt like it was just catering I'll to a much younger audience. You know. Yeah, what I'll say about that, right? With a couple other episodes later on, I kind of understand why it, it's an Adult Swim. Cause it's sure it is do a little horniness ever so often. Like especially when when uh, when um, what's her name from from Batman come true boy um. Uh, oh, Vicky Veal, yes. Vicky Veal, right. I'm like, eh, what's going on here? <laughs> like, uh, okay, I, I, all I'll say is I, I kind of understand why it's an adult swim. That's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, like, so, so basically, it's, it is really more. I think the reason is TVPG, and, and it, it right. is, right? Um, but that's not to say that kids can't watch it and enjoy it, right? Right, right. Uh, but right, I wouldn't right, say right, it's right. like a family show, right? So that, that's right. basically all right. I can say. It. So yeah, um, pretty much in a nutshell, it's the Superman story retool, um, but right. it more centers on the relationship between Clark and Lois, and of course um, Jimmy Olsen, right? I mean, it's yeah. a story that we've seen before, but it's just basically retooled with uh, a more anime esque um, art style, you know, courtesy of yeah. um, Studio Mirror, right? Basically, with this season here, it's about um, Clark learning about his his identity as well, more or less learning about who he is as Superman, right? Um, Throughout the show, he learns a little bit more about his past. He learns something very dark and insidious, um, possibly about yep. his dad. Um, and throughout the show, he also learns about his powers. So it's not like, you know, automatically he learns X, Y, Z, right? So at first, he knows how to fly and whatnot, right? And he has his super speed. But, you know, throughout the show, he will learn, like, super hearing. He will um, have yeah. the, you know, the, the, the beams, right, come out of his eyes and whatnot, right? Yeah. Um, even the X-ray vision he learns later on, right? But while all this is going on, um, yeah, I mean, Clark himself, you know, sparks a really lovely relationship with Lewis. And, you yep. know, Lewis, of course, you know, as we know from Superman Law, is trying to figure out who Superman is, right? And we'll get to how that plays out in the spoiler section, right? Um, Jimmy is clearly the third wheel in all of this, but um, he is actually given a really big role here. And I like how they actually frame him in this context. Where yeah, he's he's into social media, right? He has this right. conspiracy theory YouTube channel, you know what I mean? He has his followers they, they do, they do something you know? No Flame Bird, right? So Flame, Flame Bird, Bird is, a, is a Flame Bird is a nice Superman deep cut. So if you know what Flame, if you know who Nightwing is or what Nightwing is, where the name comes from, you would understand where Flame Bird you might understand where Flame Bird comes from as well. Okay. Which I thought was kinda of funny and clever. Alright, yeah. alright, uh, well I I I don't know, I don't know, right? Um yeah. while all this is going on now we have this threat of like these um these, how to say, boy, it's it's basically the, the early beginnings of Intergang, right? But it just starts right. off with this character by the name of Livewire and she and her team. Well, they're just basically teams, right? They're just um, stealing military tech and then they will yeah. oftentimes a um, activate the military tech. And that's when Superman will step in and save the day. But then afterwards, you'll learn a little bit more about Task Force X because um, you'll see we Gil, um Amanda Waller, you know, show up as well right. too. Right. Yeah. yeah, but um, we also see, you know, well, the main villain, if you want to call him that, um, or the main antagonist, I should call him, called the General. We'll talk about right. him later, right? So he is like, yeah, well, 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 was, the big leader. pretty obvious who he was here. Yeah. I know, I know. I'll, I'll talk about that, right? Um, yeah, they, and, and you we, know, see, um, we see that stroke. 
Right, right, right. And you see like, a few yeah. other like um popular like you know, superhero, superhero villains. Sorry, Superman yeah. villains. Like see Parasite, for example. Um, Heatwave right. has um, show up as well too. You know, um, and yeah, that that that's pretty much it. It's just you know, um, again, just a retelling of the story that that we know, but in a more upbeat sense, right? Which it's, which totally works. Well. What's, what's kind of brilliant about the show is how reflexive it is. Um, mm-hmm. It's incredibly reflexive. It, it borrows from other materials and does those things in really, really updated and modern ways. So first things first, it, it clearly, as I say, I made this joke when, we, when it first started, that it, it you know, it, it's one thing to, to dance on the Snyderverse grave. It's another thing to, to, to stage a whole prom, right? And that's basically boy. what this show kind of did, right? Right, so that's what. The, the, the show is um, so but, anti-Snyderverse, boy. It's, yeah. it's, it's really admirable, boy. But what they also do is that they surprisingly like bringing some like Spider-Verse stuff, right? So not just Snyder-Verse, but Spider-Verse stuff involved in a certain character. And what they do with that, I thought was quite clever. Um, and then it also reflexive, given in nature of the story, it pulls from, I'm just going to straight up say it, it pulls on the Iron Giant. Like, okay, yes, well. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, given if you know what the Iron Giant was about and, and what that reference, like, okay, that's that's very self-reflexive. It's very reflexive in terms of, like, restarting the material and making it work. And, yeah, overall, I, I really, really, really like the show. I like what it's going Me for, too. what it was doing, um, where, they, where they go with it, the actual, how the information is, is presented and revealed for Clark is great. Like, it, it changes up things in really smart ways. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, Snyderverse, um, it does the thing that, that Zack Snyder kind of wanted to do. So uh, one of the early things that Zack Snyder wanted to do was make everything Kryptonian, yes. right, in some way. Mm-hmm. He was going to make everybody or everything was going to be derived from Krypton or Kryptonian powers. They do that. They take it and run with it. And it, this, is, this reads like the animated, like a slightly animated tweak to the, the live action show, which is, is clearly a bunch of ideas that they wanted to do, but they just don't trust Zack Snyder with it. Because like, oh, that's a good idea, but you want to fuck it up. So they just take these ideas and make it work and they, they run with it for what it is and then they, they tell that story um involving well why we what we call cadmus and task task sex and and checkmate and in the narrative itself and they spin it in and it's really well con- cut together and, and pulled together for what it is and it's a nice a bunch of superman deep cuts that thing with lois is great like what they do there the, the spider verse part now is very clever because what they do you notice where wh- what is the impetus for those lois's um, existing that Lewis Lewis beat. That's oh, a yes, great yes, conceit. Yes. Which, which, which you'll talk about in, in, in the spoiler section, of course, right? But I know you're talking about. Right. But yeah, I uh, I just really really like how if you understand Superman, you know Superman deep cut stuff, you know what to look for. Um, but they make it work and it's really Superman fans fixing thing. It really feels like a reflection, uh, a, 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 a blowback against Snyder Snyder cut stuff. But it's still really really smart writing for what it is and great. There's one small nitpick I've with the show. They do it a couple times. It's characters moving super fast who aren't Superman. Couple of moments that it makes sense how your character reached there without other, nobody else knowing, given the geography of the situation. Uh, uh-huh. Small nitpick. Lois did it a couple times, and the I forget the little girl. Oh, the, the I, little I girl know who, what you're talking about. There's, there, there, that, right. I think it's in the episode where she's trying to look for Superman, right? Is that one? Well. That one, but also in the, in the, in the first or the first or the second episode, they do that as well. And then in the final episode, there's a final moment. Like, Lois not that fast. So, like, like it's, cut, mm. it's cut badly given the geography of the scenario. That's it. Small nitpick, whatever. That's what I get out of the way. But yeah, uh, excellent show. Uh, I really, really like it. Um, mostly because of this great self reflexivity 
you know, very meta reflexivity, very meta textual, very, very, but also telling its own story in its own way and, and doing something really clever with it. And it, you know, much Spider-Verse kind of set the template with that, right? And it, it borrows a little bit from that and works. Um, Given, you know, as popular Superman is as a brand, you could get away with that. So, you know, you could pull this off. But yeah, uh, truly excellent show in my humble opinion. Yeah, um, I, I absolutely agree, man. I mean, I, I will be honest, right? The first two episodes, I was like, I don't know, you know, this, this is a little too young for yeah. me. But, you know, it harkened back to, you know, like um, late 90s Superman, which I absolutely enjoy as well. I could tell that they were trying to, to not so much fix, but more or less do in a way what what Snyder tried to do with, with the Man of Steel film, you know what I mean? Like, if, if right. it had continued on and not taking itself so goddamn seriously, you, it, I could yeah. tell that they were doing that. Um, and yeah, I mean, just like you, I absolutely enjoy this too. Um, for yeah. one thing, the, the animation works as well. Um, and yeah. the voice acting, I must say, the voice acting yes. is fantastic. Whether it's Jack uh, Quaid, yeah, who uh, is, um, Quaid, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Quaid is great as Superman. He nails it as Clark. And I love the, the character of, of Clark. And, well, I mean, you, well, I mean, you know the difference, yeah. right? But I, I right. like that here, you know, it's not like he's naive for the sake of being naive. And I like that he frames Superman right. as okay, like, I'm not just going to go and punch people in the face well, because I have to save people. There's a part, moment where, sorry to cut you, there's a moment where he was, he was, he was tempted to with a villain, but it's like, yeah. no, I have to save this yeah. person because if, no, if I just part, go into violent more, if, if I just take this up a violent notch now, or if I take things up a notch and things get violent, yeah, that's going to make this situation worse. So let me just focus. It's about saving an individual. Boom, I did yeah. that. That, that part feels like a complete middle finger to the Snyder, Snyderverse stuff. Like, wow. Like, I know, right? They just went out of the way. Calmly went out of the way to have him be very heavily driven by guilt. Yes, um, yes. There's a guy on TikTok. There's a guy on TikTok I was following. He's like a massive Superman fan. Oh, what's this guy's name, boy? Black Nerd Rights or something like that. Look him up. You, you might find him. He's like a guy. He, you know, he's in his 50s, I think. And he's just like a real Superman fan. And he will tell you. It's almost as if they, they, like, just, they just watch this guy's TikTok. And write the show almost when it comes to the characterization of, of Clark. But yeah, they make it work for what it is. It's really, really smart. And, and it's just a complete uh, references to, to, to Snyder stuff. It's like they borrow from this guy's material and it's his stuff and write this characterization of being driven by guilt. And they, they, sell, they sell that message better than um, the Snyder stuff ever did, to be honest. But yeah, uh, that part I really enjoyed. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, totally agree with you, man. Uh, but yeah, going back to voice acting, I thought it was great, though. Um, especially yeah. from Jack Weed and um, Alice Lee, who plays um, Lois Lane. Yeah. Actually, not familiar with Alice at all, though, but I thought, like, just voice-wise, she was great, though, with just the nuances yeah. in the voice, right? Um, and she's a nice... She's a nice, interesting, unique Lois. She doesn't feel like yes. the other Lois's, but she still she still feels like Lois. Like, it's yes. still Lois. And we can talk and about other Lois's in a, in a bit. And we'll they play with that. They play with that. That's yes. why it works. They mm. justify it and play with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, at first, I was a little iffy about Jimmy Olsen's representation, not just because he's black, right. but, you right. know, is the sort of goofy, silly, oh my God, kind of vibe. You know what I mean? He's also energetic right. when it comes to that. But how they... Um, use that to, to develop the character even further was great in what? my opinion, right? And where it ends, though, well, I should see, yes, the, 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 the dog. Like, I was like, all right, I, I wish I was you right now <laughs> to be yeah, able yeah, to yeah. pull that off, though. The supporting cast is great as well, right? And it was just yeah. great seeing, you know, not so much cameos, but just the characters yeah, that we kind of know and love, like, um. The case in point, um, Amanda Waller herself. I didn't know it was voiced by Deborah Wilson from uh, okay, TV, remember okay. that? Yeah, right, nice one. Um, so no, but they do, um. They do no. They do the the these voice the voice the side people in in the Daily Planet. Um, what's his name, boy? The, the kind of asshole, the sports guy. He's like a common oh, character. In, in, all right, uh, um, um, like, I think it's Flip Johnson. 
I did. I didn't right, know so, yeah. who they were. It, it was just. It was him. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it's him, Ronnie. I think that's his name. Right. And um, oh gosh, and Cat Grant. But I mean, I know Cat right, Grant right. through um, Supergirl, right. the, the 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 TV show. But right. I didn't know the other right, two. Right. But how they set up those two was great. There's a nice little yeah. um, reveal with him and well, Flip, and, sorry, right. and and Jimmy. That that totally works, yes. right? Um, great episode, yeah. Action sequences, right? While the show is not solid. heavy on action, I thought that it was yeah. solid, you know what I mean? Um, I do like the music for this, though, by the way, you know, very, very rock-centered, yeah. right? So when it gets to, like, those intense moments, you'll hear, like, the guitars and whatnot, like, really, you know, mm-hmm. really menacing yeah. and whatnot, right? But when it's all, you know, whimsical and whatnot, yeah, it sounds really bright, especially with the outro music. By the way, um, I love, actually, just as simple as it was, though, the, the intro sequence, the intro title sequence. Yeah. I felt like... If we had that from like episode one on a vibe with the show even more, but they wait till the third episode to drop it, and I was like, all right, yeah, I yeah. like this. This is simple. It's to the point. Yeah. Very anime esque if you really think about it and look at it. Right. Yeah, it works, right? Um, where it ends though had me like, well, we'll talk about this in the spoilers, right? Yeah, where right. it ends though it had me like, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to see well, too, like right now though, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they're doing they're doing something interesting with that uh, as a as a conceit, and I, I like I like where they're going with it potentially. Um, because I knew like it's not surprising. That's all I'll say. Because you, you hear a final line, it's like all right, I know who that is. Okay, okay. Well, uh, that, that yeah. we had to talk about that, right? But last thing, last yeah. though, right? Um, what 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 really really like warm heart though I must say though was the re- relationship between Lewis and Clark though. Like, yeah, it was like yeah. genuinely beautiful though. I, I must say, and like um. We'll get to spoilers. Yeah, when, you know, like, um, after, like, the, I should say, around the, 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 after the second half of the show, like, when the second half kicks in, where yeah. their relationship developed even more, that, that really, like, surprised me, right? And I guess we might as well just start off with that, you know, in terms of spoilers. Let me, let me get into spoilatory. You've been warned, ee, wee, wee, right? So, first off, yeah. I love that the show didn't even have to wait till episode 10 for Lois to be like, oh, shit, Clark is Superman. No, they wait they, yeah, they, they drop that right in the middle. Right episode one five. Time. Boom. I love yeah. that. Um, yeah. And where it goes from there, I, I, I really, really dog as well. Um, and, you know, and it's, it's just how it develops the relationship even more, though. Even though I just have one gripe. This, uh, and I think this happens around, well, another spoiler section uh, moment that we'll get into with the Lewis's. Yeah, she's talking about, you know, all the adventures we've been to um, together. But I don't know. It's just something about that line, because, like, all they like right. just kind of know each other, like you know, like you, you now know the man is Superman, right? And you're acting as if a whole season passed, or you went through this, that, and the third. Right. You know right, what right, I mean? Right, like right, right. you don't know who he is, right? So don't we talk about you, like you know, like you know him for years, right? That that's just a right, minor right. gripe, right? But yeah, where where that develops from there, I really really appreciate as well. Um, I also love how they frame the whole aspect. Well, again, going back to Snyder. Um, of the possibility of Superman being a weapon, right? You know, what I mean, uh, well, right. you know, so um. A weapon right, from so Krypton, they, basically, to just wipe yeah, everybody play, out and rebuild. Yeah, they play, they play that in. Yeah, they play that in two ways, and he wanted is his own perspective of him not like piecing together his own memories, and then well, you learn with Lewis when well, the reason why you meet there's an episode where with Mr. Mrs. Mr. Spitlick, um, and you know, Lewis, still to this day, a, I can't I can't pronounce that name, you <laughs> okay, so so in the in the Superman animated series, they they, they do a breakdown of it. Mix yes Spitlick, that's it. Um, anyway. I think I remember that. Ah, yeah, no. Hmm. Yeah, right, right. But yeah, um, they do that. It's a great little episode. But then she, but then he now comes into to, to kind of troll a little monkey wrench with their relationship about why does he probably shouldn't trust him. 
And yeah, why the Lewis's form is because it's, it's almost every timeline in that group um, is from dark timeline to Superman, Superman going rogue. And it's like, okay, that's a real clever, interesting way to play with that. Yes. Because now yes. you give Lo- you give Lois a, a reason to not entirely trust him, or at least to have a reason to not to trust him. And she still does, like ultimately, because like that you don't have to be that. That's not necessarily the necessary part. And they, what they do with it later, with 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 um knowing about with Clark himself and his own confidence in himself, they 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 flip it on and play with it in, in smart ways. And the show moves at a decent pace with that. That is what I appreciate. That's yes, yes, agreed. And also yeah. in that particular episode, though, points for the reference to the previous animated Superman series, right? Like this, yes. this, like yeah, this little your... brief little yeah. sequence, and you, and you see like, well, um, 40s, right? That's so much 50s. Yeah, yeah 40s mm-hmm. Superman, you saw... Um, right. Oh, gosh, you saw the 90s one, of course. And yeah. I think there was yeah. like, oh, there was one that where he was a crab, though. I feel like that, right. for some reason, is either like some... Uh, 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 um, sorry, well, some attempt at like bizarre humor or some right. deep, 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 deep cut that I have no cut. idea. Again, they're doing, they're doing the Spider-Verse thing. Look, Superman's a big enough franchise and long enough for you to get away with that, that stuff and do all of that, that, that referencing thing to get away with. So yeah, it's deep cuts. Um, yeah. Also, by something... the way, this is going back to, to, to voice, um, voice acting again. The, the actor who plays, um, that guy, Mr. Water Water, right? Um, David yeah. Arrigo Jr. I thought that he was great though. Like just yeah. in terms mm-hmm. of just getting the, the, the playful scheming kind of mannerisms of that character. I thought that he nailed it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then well when they did the evil version as well of alternate Superman's going evil, they show a bunch of dark evil versions. So you see um Ultraman, I think we see Justice Lord Superman, right. and then we mm-hmm. see it, it, we saw also Injustice Superman as well. Yeah, all the popular, the popular evil guys too. So like, yeah, they make it work for it too. So it's like, I can't be mad at the other. Yeah, um, few things, few do. Well, this is within the the um, spoiler territory, right? Um, also, kind of appreciate, you know, well, you know, for for what to do the you know the LGBTQ um, representation here, right? So okay. we had an episode six with, um, oh gosh, with um, Monsieur Mala, right? Which is a character that I know little to nothing about, right? Oh, right, 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 right. right. And, yeah, and yeah, 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 with the, with yeah. The two, um, right, 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 the, right, um, the gorilla and the, right. and, the, and the robot, right? Because, yeah. right, like, right, 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 yeah. Well, this, uh, you know, they talk I forgot about that. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I, I, I like that, yeah. I like that. And they, they had the, 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 the flashback and whatnot. And this is how they talk to each other, the whole Monami and all that kind of stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, I yeah, see, yeah, I yeah. see, right? There's also a moment, um, I think it's in the, the two-parter, well, the second two-parter in the show, that will be um, Zero Day. That's where um, Superman was, you know, you know, trying to figure out how to do all this, you know, saving people stuff, but, you know, is the damage that could happen as a result of that. Yeah. And early on, you know, there was this girl who was looking for a mom, and then, well, he find the, well, you know, we find that it's a same-sex couple. It's like, okay, that's that's really interesting. Okay, okay, I, so, I, again, again, it's I, one I, of those it, blinking and moments. Right. But I do you like can, how yeah, they yeah. work it into the story without, like, stopping to tell you, hey, she has right. two moms. You know what I mean? Like, it works right, there. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. On Facebook, I call this show Superman Homecoming. 
because yeah, the moment yes. when the general that is straight up from homecoming, <laughs> right? And then and then ever so often, like early on, you'll hear like Lewis talk about yeah, you know my dad and. Yeah, yeah, he never yeah. really said check up on me and he never seen nothing, you know, when I went daily plan, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, they set yeah. it something up, right? And yeah. when, the moment <laughs> when she kind of dropped it again, it's like, okay, they're going to do the homecoming thing. And they wait yep. till like the final episode, which is ironic. Yeah. They call hearts the fathers and they do the Spider-Man homecoming thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where basically, Straight for up. those who don't know, it's like, you know, Lois invites her dad over for Thanksgiving dinner and it just so happens to be the general that you know Superman is trying to, to right, find general, general, general family yeah. right 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 and who, well, who, well the general basically trying to kill I like how they set that up too right where it's like look years ago I did with Amanda Waller and right, these right. aliens came and blew shit up so it's like yo this guy have to die because this man gonna bring the enemy world right, right? I, lo- I love how like deep into two years right like you know rel telling lewis no like this guy is is trouble and all that kind of stuff and when yep. it stops off i thought it was great you know what i mean with um with amanda yep. now controlling task force sex and whatnot right yep. um also i didn't expect to see parasite in this too but how they work it into the story was great yeah yeah, um, yeah. i like yeah. that because I, I can't remember much of him from the um from the from the 90s is that the show, same character is, no. is that the same parasite is that a different parasite Okay, that explains it because yeah, he is yeah. he is sucking up um more like electrical power and like what Superman right. has because I know from the ninety show it was all about like I don't know I think it's just sucking up human power yeah, if you want to call it that it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Right. so but but I like how they work him in into the story and also going back to anime points to you know the kill like you know well basically when he grows big he's kaiju size or whatnot. Like, I wouldn't right, think right, about yeah. it like that, that with Superman, like, literally flying in the middle of him just to grab the human inside right. of the body. That was badass, in my opinion. That was, that was really cool, right? Lastly, before we get to reading, right, where it ends, where you're seeing, um, well, basically, you're seeing what I assume is, um, oh, gosh. Um, well, I assume in all this is a relation to Dark Side, right? So... No, no. Okay, well, that's how, that's how, this is I, yeah. how, how I see it, right? So... Didn't expect to see Brainiac, right? So Brainiac talking to right. this guy, this right. Kryptonian guy, right? But I was watching the the symbol on top of his um, arm or whatever it is, right? I, it yeah. did look a lot like what Darkseid has, right? So nah, I was, yeah. again, this is what we're assuming here, right? So because yeah. we did not see the guy who is talking, well, we we it's clear that he is Kryptonian, right? What you say, I am you assuming, say obvious line. You say you say one obvious line that right, you know. Well, who it is. well, you know, it will soon kneel. So. Yep, yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He is Zod. He is Zod. But yep. something, yeah, inside him, something inside him is telling me somehow, some way, they're going to make him into a dark side. Know. Like, he just well, become, like, like he becomes so wrapped up in, in, in killing Clark or whatever that somehow he gets warped and somehow, no, you I, know, a la Doomsday, he becomes a dark side character. Know. Okay, well, so I, that's, I, I that's know about my assumption. That, I, yeah, he just overstretches. No, that's not. That's what I feel. No, that's what that's what Zod wanna do. <laughs> like you know, then I don't mix about it. Like that's what that's what that's what I know, but, uh, but but like you know, no. Well, here here why 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 here why I, I stated that right? Why I thought so? Because of the planet itself and how it looked very much like um oh gosh, I'm forgetting dark size planet right now. But it looks yeah, just apocalypse, like yeah. it. No, right, uh, apocalypse with the no, they, fire they, they, and they all were fighting. No, no, they 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 make it where they, okay. So I hear what I think they're doing. This is what I think they're doing. So one big thing about Superman that was never really an answered question, and they address it, which is, hey, how come Kryptonians are all over the place? 
Mm-hmm. You know, they should should they be like colonizing the galaxy where it is. And yeah, I think that is what's going on. It's just Zod colonizing the, the, the space now. Or or something along along those lines. And and um they do just oh, one small thing I appreciate too. He still don't understand Kryptonian. Like they didn't do the whole he automatically understand Kryptonian. Yes. Like mm-hmm. universal trans universal translator thing. So obviously, um Jorel, well that that's the, the hologram is supposed to be Jorel, presumably. Yeah. Um you know, he's saying, try to tell him something important so you don't understand the full context of what's going on now. I, I love well, how you do like that, that, by the way, where Jorel is talking Kryptonian, yes. but ever so often right. he was slipping a little bit of English. My like son. my son or something right. like that. Yeah. Right, right. But yeah, that that's where that's where I think so that's what I think they're doing with this. The the whole Zod possibly being conqueror of the galaxy kind of thing. And because once it's have a yellow sun, you should be able to go. You go in and you know, Kryptonians will come and wash out everything. Now that's your idea. That that's always how I always interpreted um, these conceits now for what it was now. But yeah, um, you know, I really enjoy the series. It's really smart, um, smarter than way smarter than I give it credit for. They're basically just building on you know things that people complain about for the last ten years or so. Yeah, they make it they make it work for what it was. And yeah, overall, um, just not like a masterpiece of a show, but just really conscientious. You know, good storytelling, very self-reflective, um, very metatextual, but they, they wrap it all, all in together and they clearly learn from the last few years of storytelling and evolve the story for what it was. Um, excellent. Nine out of ten for me. Um, you know, I'm really excited for season two. All right. Same here too, man. Um, I'm actually glad that I'm actually not surprised you seen that, that you really enjoyed it that much too. And same here yeah. too. Like, I didn't expect to really enjoy it that much. I just thought it was going to be this sort of young version of it, you know what I mean? Because I'm not like the... Well, I'm glad, I mean, we all glad it's not the edgy, dark, edge-lody kind of Snyderverse version of it, right? Um, right. Yeah, I really dug how um, upbeat it was, right? You know, it, it really yeah. does feel like a breath of fresh air, right? Um, you know, as I say, you know, very reflexive. Yes, it really does remind you about why um, Superman is such a lasting character, why he has stood the test of time, right? And, you know, um, and it just sort of captured that so well with the dialogue, with the animation, with the cult, with the art style and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it totally works, right? Um, but just, just in closing, what I do like, though, is that it does not, like, dumb down the tense moments, the dark moments, but there's not a lot of it in this show here, right? But ever so often you remind me, yes, there's a price to pay for being the man of seal, right? You know, bad things yep. could happen, but, you know, there's always hope, you know what I mean, one way or the other, right? And I, I love that there are moments where all, you know, our heroes, well, the tree leads themselves, find themselves at their lowest, and somehow they have to kind of pick each other back up, or they have support in each other to pick themselves back up, right? And yeah, this again, just reminding us why we just love Lewis and Clark as a couple. Yeah, works for me, right? See, every two months, I'm going to give this a strong four to five, man. This this really, really surprised me. I didn't expect it to be that good. Um, like I say, when it wrapped up, I was like, yes, yeah, season two, bring it on. I love where it stopped off. I still feel they're going to try to bring it dark side somehow. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, Imagine but really they're doing do that later. But that's not that's clearly the teaser didn't hint at that at all. I didn't Okay. You know. I, I, again I was just watching the planet. Is the planet that true more of it? Okay, okay. <laughs> that, right. that's why I kept thinking dark side this and apocalypse that, right? But whatever. Okay, no problem. Yeah, but yo, season two, bring it on. I am ready. I can't wait to see the second season of this though. But yeah, season one yeah. is solid. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Alright, so um in the meantime now you will talk about Metalocal Metalocal Shit. Metalocal Metalocal. I'll get this time. Metal yeah, yeah. Luck 
Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse. You know, you know the problem is the locker, the local in between. <laughs> that would mm. trim off, right? And I know it's apocalypse and it's metal, god damn it, right? Whatever. You know, yeah, yeah, so it's the it's is it the first feature film based off of that series? I, well I effectively. Um yeah, effectively it's it's that. I, as far as I know, I d I don't remember them having any other films because they just put the street to adults. Um this show was presumably cancelled a few years back and a lot of people was like really upset that it shouldn't get a chance to finish and that's what this show did um that's what this is this is just okay again a chance to wrap up this is another one of these adult swim shows that much like another adult animation show from our generation that's starting to wind down and we starting to enter a new age of adult animation in the sense of not being edgy and and politically incorrect and edgelord bullshit um but this is one of those shows that did that um i remember first seeing the show on adult swim and thinking okay i'm not into metal culture but if I was into metal culture, I would absolutely love this show. And that is exactly what this is. You, when you're watching it, you immediately know, you immediately get in a sense of what they're making reference of as, as a joke off the top of their head. So, you know, the, the band, and then on top of that, they have this big insane law system around it. Like, the story is, these guys is like connected to some actual supernatural shit going on. And it's a big prophecy. And it have all this nonsense in around why they're so popular as a band. And so on and so forth. Right, but right. All five of them, all five of them is like complete morons, right? Probably the exception of, of the lead guitarist. He he okay. And the okay. drummer. He kinda smart. But, so, so, main but character... basically I'm picking up on some like this is spinal tap, but like if it was in right. a Bill and Ted's excellent adventure kind of right. perspective. Right. You know? like, that's exactly what it is. Because the final if this movie is about that, they have to they have to come up with a song that's supposed to save the world. That's straight up Bill and Ted, right? Um and they they're making it work for what it is. It's it's genuinely funny. The main the, listen, they have one character that I absolutely love, William Murderface. He's the bass guitarist. And this dude is so hilarious. They, they don't focus well, dude, too much like, on like, him. Listen to that guy's name, right? Listen to that guy's name, right? <laughs> yeah, William, right. But he's the one with the kind of weird helmet helmet hair type type hairstyle now with the with the mustache. He funny as hell though. But yeah, they, they what they do with it is that they, they basically come full circle with the, the big apocalypse. Everything that it was leading up to, they make it work and, and they come together with the, with this final thing. And that's where it was. Um just really hilarious stuff. Um, another thing about it is that what it does well is that it does, like, good homage is also good material on its own. So the material, the actual music that is seemingly original to the show is great on its own. Like, I still really like um, Thunder Horse, right? That's one of the famous songs uh, nice. that they actually played. No, Thunder I, Horse I, is I, a great song. the title, like, the title is so metal. <laughs> yeah, everything, everything in metal. That's the whole point. They're just carrying this conceit of the metal to its fuller, full conceit. Um, the opening title to the show, that's the only thing I felt that they, 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 they could have done. They didn't do that in this. But in the, in the opening title of the show on, on Adult Swim back in the days was a classic. Like, it's like, oh, the song is real hard, though. It's like a great song on its own. And it's just a uh, dead clock, dead clock, dead clock, dead clock. And then they introduce all the characters in the show. And then, yeah, it's all the main characters come together. It's a, um, you know, Data the Explosion, the lead singer, um... Squish Gas Squig Elf, <laughs> the, the, the main guitarist, um, Pickles, the drummer. Um, oh gosh, was his was the second guitarist? I forget his name off the top of my head. Um uh, uh then uh, William Murderface is the is the bass. And uh, well, the, the running joke is that well bass useless and nobody's here bass kind of thing that they make it for all of that. And it's it's typical like band joke stuff, and then they mm. do all the extra stuff involving the world of uh the world of, of, of Metalocalypse. And it just, as a final episode, it's just them having to deal with this ultimate evil. It's like, so it's basically a mix between, the, this final battle is a mix between Bill and Ted and the Fifth Element. Remember the Fifth Element had this whole evil planet 
darkness thing they had to fight. Yes, yes, it's yes, that. you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's pretty much it. It's, it's pretty much that. So yeah, all uh, right. So the band Nathan Explosion, um, Squix, Gasker, Guelph, um, Toki Watu. That's the the, the kind of yeah. What yeah? What if you have a mental health issue, you know, involving um a little disability of some sort, you can you can't speak properly and you kind of dumb. Um, and then uh, Pickles, and then of course William Murderface, which is in my humble opinion one of the funniest characters ever. Like straight up, this dude. Is so hilarious, but like when they get into his background, it's it, it's super metal. Um, and yeah, they they make a big a, a lot of it is homages to to you know actual metal history. So if you if you know okay. who okay, I can't I can't pronounce his, his first name, but um in in V um Mom's team, I'm sure about that name. He's like a classic guitarist, like great, true great um metal guitarist. That's who Squid Gaskillov is straight up an homage to, like that dude and stuff like that. And if you know your your metal history, you should know this. Uh, but it's a legitimately funny show on its own. Like, it, it does the really edgy 2000s humor really well. And the violence is over the top and brutal. And that was pretty, pretty much every episode. It was, they had a plot, they do some dumb shit, and then they play a badass song at the end. But because of the nature of their, you know, ethereal powers, um, it is used to, used to murder their fans now. But if, and it caused a bunch of death and destruction. Um, feeding some kind of evil power or something like that. But you learn the reason for why all of that is the way it is and why. And it's because they, they, they never play the right song. Every day they play the right song, they'll unite everything. And in basically that, it comes together with them having to learn the song and, and come together as a band. And then Nathan have a, a whole with his with a love interest he have to deal with. I miss that love interest because I don't know where this character comes from. So I, miss, I have to go back and watch Death Club to make sense of this character. But it's basically a, a woman he fall in love with and he, he, he kind of reject him to and he had to kind of come to terms with himself to make it make it work. Uh, but it, it it's still pretty funny and super violent and and it's, the ending is this super metal thing. And at, at the end you learn who the army of the Doomstar is. You, you meet who those people are. And it makes perfect sense. Like that, that is great, a great thematic, like true line to go with at the end. And you learn who the army the Doomstar is. Pretty awesome. One small nitpick. And one small nitpick. The final battle should have been an actual rock concert itself. Instead of just them using their powers. It should have them playing their instruments and being a band. And that was their powers with the with the army of the Doomstar channeling through that as a, a rock concert at the end. And that's the only small change I to make to that. That is about it. But as it is, it was still pretty awesome. Written, 8 out of 10. Um, I thought this was excellent. Um, it's really, really funny and charming. And, and ultimately, I'm just really glad they got a chance to finish up. Much like with, with, with Venture Brothers and, and all these other shows that were starting to wrap up. Venture Brothers, you know, Archer, all the, all the adult animation shows that never really ended, but finally should get a chance to, to end. And yeah, it's, it's my generation of humor. I'm really glad they at least get a chance to, to wrap up. Um, really, really great. Uh, again, not a metalhead at it anyway, but just I always thoroughly embrace and, and appreciated the show for what it was. And for what I understand, there's an actual like Dead Clock band tour going on in for summer, or I think it, it wrap up what's going on right now. I know it's going on, but at the time it the time the movie with the, with this with this um um concert kind of stuff going on right now. I think that's what it is. But yeah, um, really, really, really fun stuff and 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 really well done. Uh, yeah, uh, rating eight out of ten. I thought it was great. Um, just badass as hell. And they make it work for what it is. Uh, yeah, thoroughly loved it. Alright, so let's talk about some movies for a bit, right? Uh, we'll kick things off with uh, Past Lives, right? Um, you know, we've been hearing about this show for a while now, you know, um, especially it's been, well, I should say, it's been getting like a ton of critical praise, right? 
but honestly all i just knew is this that it start it had um korean actors that that's really all we knew going in right so we just sort of went in and i was like okay let's see what this show is about right so um in a nutshell what it's about right because the story is simple yet very complex like in an emotional standpoint right yeah. uh so we introduced the nor right um she is this young south korean girl um so it's so basically we it kind of um sets it sets the story up via, uh, via flashback right so she's this kid and uh, for reasons her, her mom migrates with her um to the united states right um leaving behind yeah. um, her father well leaving behind Nora's father because um, he's a filmmaker right um during her time there i should say you know during um, her childhood there basically uh she meets this this boy in school right by the name of he song right and instantly, of course, you know, he soon falls for Nora, and Nora, you know, kind of falls for him in a bit, right? But yeah, when Nora leaves now, you know, he feels bad about it, right? So cut to some years later, um, Nora is all grown up. She's an American citizen now. Um, she's a student, actually, um, and, you know, she's just kind of trying to get her life together. Um, he, on the other hand, just kind of reluctantly decides, you know what, let me just see if Nora is, let me just see if I could find her online, right? That would be Facebook. Yeah. And he finds her, right? And then, well, they just basically start talking to each other via Skype. Um, that That's basically in the early days of Skype, right? So around like the 2000s, like late 2000s, if I think it was, right? Um, but again, but, you know, yeah. at that point now, for reasons, um, Nora kind of cut the relationship off because she feels like you know yeah. they you know this is kind of hampering um this is more let's get get in the way of her um accomplishing her goals right so we cut uh, like about a decade or so later again and nora is now married to this jewish american um they're right. both writers now well both authors sorry and he is he song sorry is getting over uh well a pretty much a rocky relationship right and well through some circumstances he decides to well he's actually kind of invited if you will to come to the states to meet with Nora, right and yeah when they meet each other well you know again just just keep in mind this is like the first time you're seeing each other in the flesh for like over two decades yeah right. um the show kind of plays with the idea of whether they'll hook back up but it's set early on that yeah this relationship is what or, or at least the possibility of that isn't meant to be right but it's just a matter of them finding right, closure right. like just understanding look we could be friends but we can't be anything beyond that and i'll stop there right so yeah, ricardo your 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 thoughts on past lives before i share my thoughts yeah i i, I really enjoyed this um I, I just appreciated um how how mature this was um how how realistic it was it it, it made a lot of sense in terms of the kind of decisions characters would make and and how and it wasn't like sappy sentimentalism that I, I that a usual american kind of show would do in its own way it really feels modern and mature and updated in its own way uh, for what it is and i i really appreciated that that's one thing i really appreciated but the metaphors for for what the past lives is is, is great right it's not it they, they kind of you know, it's supposed to be the metaphor of kind of reincarnation, but that's not what they're talking about with the with the quote unquote the ending, especially with the quote unquote other life kind of thing. Um, to make it work, um, the relationship with with the her and the husband and him, and what they do with that, I thought was great because there's a slight racial kind of conceit, but they don't you know throw it in your face. So just subtly, they're really good character with great acting, um, and it comes together so well. I I thought this was ultimately really really excellent. Yeah, great totally agree. Stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, totally agree, man. Um, and just, yeah, just to touch on characters, yeah, the characterization for this is great, though. Um, you really, yeah. like, sympathize and like, um, I should say, love, you know, Nora and his song, right? You get where both yeah. characters are coming from, why they are the way they are, why Nora's always so goal-oriented, why his song yeah. is always reserved when it comes to his emotions, right? Um, and, yeah, when they meet up, it plays out. Um, actually, the way it should. I'm not going to say that it is predictable at all, but please, not the way it should, right? Um, yeah. This is the debut feature from Celine's song, um, and I thought right. that she just knocked it out of the park here. This was a... And she also wrote it as well, too, right? So, uh, right. as far as, you know, the screenplay and the direction goes, this was great, right? Um, the cinematography was great as well, and apparently they, they, they shot it with 35mm film, but um, I nice. just thought that there was... I mean, it just looked gorgeous, man. Um, it's, mm-hmm. Whether it's scenes in South Korea or stuff in, you know, New York, for example, this is where um, Nora's... Well, you know, Nora resides, right? Yeah, I mean, just some great shots there, right? Um, as a touch on Nora's husband, right? There's a great moment... Actually, there's some like this great lines that's um, littered throughout this film, right? So one in particular involves, um, well, you see both Nora and, well, you know, her husband, Arthur, who is played by John Magaro. Yeah, in bed, and he's talking about how um, when she's dreaming, well, she talks in the sea, basically. Yeah, she talks right. in, in Korean, right? And, you know, well, early on, you see him, like, um, speaking to her, or at least with a bit of Korean that he knows, right? And just right. like, well, how he says it, this paraphrase in here, um, you know, you dream in another language or you dream in Korean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just set up the yeah. idea that, you know, I want to know what it is you're, dream- you're dreaming about. I want to connect with you in that level. Um, and that's just, like, so poetic, dude. Just so gorgeous, right? Yeah. Um, just the, the dialogue between Nora and he song is great, though. It's very before sunrise, kind of, in a way, you know, and even yeah. earlier on, you get that kind of very, vibe very, um, it's just casual yeah, very, talking, very... but, you know, it... it, it like, if you just kind of look in between the lines, there, there's there's hints. I mean, there is chemistry throughout, right? But there's hints of, oh, will they or won't they? Will they hook up or will they not hook up, right? But yeah, um, as I said, I love how, you know, this show kind of goes against, you know, the whole Hollywood, you know, romance, um, you know, ideology where it's like, oh, right. well, you know, in a show like this, they're supposed to meet up because that's how movies like this are supposed to work. But it's like, no, that's yeah. not how, what, that's what, not, that's not what they're telling here, right? It's just this realistic and very relatable. I mean, I can relate to this, right? In more ways than one. Idea of, yeah, it's your first love. Yeah, but... And, and you know you can't... Like, deep down inside, you, you wish it worked out between you and her. But right. it was just too little, too late, man. Just, it wasn't it wasn't destined. Just things didn't play out the way that way. It, things didn't play out the way it should. But it's how you and that other person can move on and still be friends, right? And I love how the right. show captures that. Um, the ending is great as well, especially where both yeah. characters end up. I thought it was fantastic as well, right? Um, and yeah, as a whole, I absolutely enjoy this, though. This, this really lived up to the hype and more. This is one of my yeah. favorite films of 2023. Will it be in my top mm-hmm. 10? It could. It could. Yeah. It could. Maybe, you know what I yeah. mean? Uh, but I know that this, like, come years and you're going to be hearing about this show. And um, I'll close to this, right? Um, I do hope that more people do check it out before years end. Uh, who knows? Maybe it might get a little Oscar numb for something. I don't know. Um, maybe. We'll see. But yeah, though, as, as a debut, as a as a just a drama, as just a realistic take on the romantic film genre, yeah, this absolutely worked for me, man. So rating-wise, yeah. I'm going to give this a lighter, decent 4.5 out of 5. Easy one of the best films of 2023. Bar none. Yeah, Ricardo, you're yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm glad you make the comparison to the, the, the before trilogy because that's yeah, that's what it it it, it kind of reminds me of a little bit, right? It it a lot of it works in that way, and it's really really smart storytelling and just again mature 
relationships with mature people. That's what I like. This, I, the one thing that just absolutely ruin a lot of romances is just how silly it is. Like, I don't expect something to be rom-com. You don't have to be, you know, avoid the rom-com conceit entirely. But, geez, just, like, make it a little reasonable now for what it is. Uh, digest me. Whatever. But, yeah. um, Thoroughly love this. I, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. And, uh, yeah, it rating, uh, I probably get, like, an 8 out of 10 as well. Uh, Really, really well done, in my humble opinion. All right, so now let's talk about One Piece, right? Which is sure. probably one of the most anticipated shows, um, I would say, of this year, you know, to come out of Netflix, right? So I'll, so, so I'll start off with this, right? Um, I am not the biggest One Piece fan, right? Um, yeah, me neither, know, but I'll, I'll, explain, I'll explain why. It's actually right. not, 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 not the usual reasons, I should say. Okay, okay. Well, Because well, it's well, a kind of meme. It's a kind of meme of why people don't watch One Piece, and that is not the reason, but yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. Um, so for me, right, like when it comes to just anime consumption, especially in the 2000s, right, um, I would just kind of go off of what's trending, right? So like in the mid to late 2000s, my, my bag was, you know, um, Naruto, uh, Death Note, right. uh, Bleach, Samurai Champloo, right. stuff like that, right? And of course, early right. on was stuff like Samurai X, right? That, that's the show that really kicked things off, right? But One Piece I always heard of, right? But I just always felt intimidated by it, you know, for the obvious reason. Too much episodes. There's a lot of arcs. That's, that's, that's the meme. Just, just a lot. That's the meme. Yeah, just, just a lot, that's right? That's the meme, yeah. But when it comes to the fan base, right? I know some people who are who are huge, like diehard One Piece fans, right? They will tell you, dude, don't even study about how much episodes. The show is great. You need to see it. It is amazing. You will love it, right? And it's not to say that, like, I won't watch it or I won't seek it out. Actually... Like, years ago, I can't remember when exactly, I started watching the, you know, One Piece, right? I, I think I got past, like, what, the first 10 episodes or whatever, and I just kind of was like, you know, but it could take me long to reach episode 700 or whatever it was back then, right? So I just never right, got right, into right. it, right? Uh, but I believe it was either last year or year before, you know, we started hearing rumblings online about a live-action One Piece um, series, right? It was going to come out through Netflix. Right. Now, when it comes to Netflix, we had to talk about this in the review itself, right? They've, they've had a, a track record of, like, not so much hits, but more, you know, noble failures. That's the best way I can describe it. That's just a quote to you, right? Uh, at so, best. Yeah, it was the live-action um, Fullmetal Alchemist film, right? Which I remember I yeah, covered, right. I remember it came out around the time when Black Panther came out. But if you ask me what it was about, I... I can't even tell you, right? Um, and I mean, I, I, I really enjoy Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, right? But yeah, if you ask me yeah. what that movie was about, nah, I, I can't tell you a single thing, right? Um, Death Note, utter failure in my opinion. Um, right. You know, of I, I, I remember, I remember kind of defending that. Huh? I remember kind of defending that. Yeah, but but just just yeah. trying to shorten down a two season series yeah. into into an hour and a half means no goddamn sense to me, right? Bleach, I absolutely defend. I actually thought it was right. good. Like, like, another, I, I also defend know, that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because v, I'll say, v, v, I'll v, say, v, I'll I'm say sorry, the, well, the VFX are a little wonky in some parts, and you know, but it's still. No, but I, I wish, I wish what they did with this is what they, did, they should have done with Bleach. To be honest, I agree, it, totally know. agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, and then, well, of course, we had a close with um, Cowboy Bebop, right? Which, right, you know, which I, I remember, like, you know, we both had it as the worst TV show of 2021. Yeah, but I put. I put it in the camp of noble failure. Right, right. So, and and yeah. enough, I was trying to remember while I was watching this show here, why I hated Cowboy Bebop so much now. I remember you talking about how you how it looked cheap to you, but I just felt yeah. like it just sort of, um, okay, like, basically, and I know this might be 
a similar issue to, to Die Hard fans of One Piece. Yeah, it took the stories that we love from Cowboy Bebop and it just sort of like um, subverted them in ways that just didn't make yeah. any sense. It didn't really add to the story, yeah. especially like them last two episodes with Vincent though. I was like, yeah. nah, boy, they, they really dropped the ball with that. They really dropped yeah. the ball, right? But yeah, with One Piece, I mean, my expectations were like, all right, we'll see how this thing plays, all right? But I was really more interested in how the fans were going to react to this, right? So I'll, I'll close this, right? On the Friday when it dropped, right, um, I, I actually like started watching it about in the afternoon period, right? And I was just right. there like like kind of going back onto YouTube to see people's reactions, like, you know, show up on my YouTube feed, right? I was expecting somebody to say, oh, worst show of the year, what did they do in blah, blah, blah. But like at the moment, right. you know, at the time of us talking here, um, I have yet to see a bad review for this, though. like especially from no, fans. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, okay, okay. And it took me about a couple of days to, to, to get things done. Well, actually, as a matter of fact, three days because I actually wrapped up, the, I actually watched the last two episodes right. um, today, the time I was recording this. Um, yeah, I, I, I could see why it has not had a negative review as yet. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I suspect, I suspect some somebody might come out and say that it's bad, but I'll just kind of sell myself out there one time, right? I would say that either you had to be the biggest One Piece fan and you just want this live action adaptation to be perfection, you're not going to get right. that with this. Or you're just a right. straight up asshole who just can't right. understand that, right. yes, this is an adaptation, a live action adaptation of an anime. So yeah, right. the weird shit that you see in this show here, yeah, there's a weird shit in this, right? It's the same weird stuff that the weird stuff that I know about, even though I'm not familiar with the law of One Piece, of the anime itself, right? So it's like that, right? So it's 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 really one of those shows where you have to go in knowing exactly what the show is, right? Um, if you have no idea about one, what what One Piece is, you just watch this and think it is probably one of the most bizarre pieces of television you'll ever see. But no, like you know, if if you if it's marginally familiar with what One Piece is and just the characters and the skill sets, then yeah, you'll be like, yeah, I, I am watching that adaptation. Nothing more, nothing less. But yeah, Ricardo, um, take it away. Your history with with One Piece. Yeah, no, uh, for me. So here's the thing with One Piece. I. It's not that a car, it's not a, it's not the issue with One Piece. So if you if you remember the internet days, the early internet days, it had a old meme ninjas versus pirates kind of thing. Uh huh. Like oh wait, no, because Naruto and One Piece were on top. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I um the reason I just can't get into One Piece have nothing to do with the length or, or the art style or anything like that because like you know I like Solita and Solita have weird art style and weird oh, like, yeah, you rubbery things. It does. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. So, it, it, I don't really, that was another problem. The length is also another thing I never get. And it's actually a real kind of simple reason. I kind of don't care, I don't care about pirates, right? Same reason I could never really get into the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Same oh, reason. Okay, okay. I don't know, uh-huh. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I think it's because of just, because I grew up in the Caribbean and I have some workable sense of Caribbean history. Knowing the real world aspect of pirates and the, and it's mostly demystified for me, I couldn't get into this. And I really get why One Piece is popular, especially now and especially amongst like um, people of color and wherever it is, because it's like, oh, it 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 gets it. Like the, the, a big part of the conceit of the storyline is Joy Boy and have a lot of African and Haitian voodoo stuff in and references to to Caribbean like um folklore and mythology in One Piece itself. Like again, if you know who Joy Boy is, like oh, would that 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 the storyline? I would would a cooking boy yeah, and then. Yeah. Well, well, they're actually drawing from, well, yeah, I mean, pirate, I don't want to say mythology, but just, yeah, about 
you know, piracina, you know what I mean? Like, just the idea yeah. of adventure and swashbuckling and all that kind and of then, stuff. And not just inventing the, stuff for the sake of, you know what I mean? I get what I mean. And the central, the central message of the show is great. Like, what, what Luffy is, he's effectively a kind of, I don't know what to call it, but like a kind of leftist, you know, terrorist almost. And I, like, he's comparable to somebody <laughs> like Che Guevara. Or something like that. Like, you know, order cooking. Like, th- th- this, you know, let him cook. So you can understand why people love it. But I just, I just not into pirates. Like, I okay, like ninjas okay. because I, because ninjas is still cool to me. And then ninjas whatever bleaches awesome, you. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Ninjas are awesome. And That's then, why we fucked whatever, with Naruto back in the days. Yeah. Right. And then whatever bleaches do it, it's supernatural world building. And, and, and it's very explicitly Japanese. I think that is it. It's just because it feels newer. Whilst One Piece, because I'm familiar with actual pirates and the actual history, I couldn't get into it. In terms of that coolness, weird world building alien factor to it. That's it. I just don't find the pirates that interesting. The whole pirates and the world and the age of sail concept don't really work main. Whilst ninjas and, and whatever Bleach doing, in terms of its explicit samurai culture and, and you know, the, the, the world building with respect to that, that's cool to me. And that's it. It's just that simple aesthetic is a choice. That's it. No no hate on One Piece. If you say Oda is a goat, yes, I agree with you. If I say it's One Piece is One Peak, I agree with you. That is, but that's not why I'm into it. I am not into it. And with that said, I think the show is pretty good. Um, it's actually comparable to even I've been on the negative end of the show um, Rurouni Kenshin Wandering Samurai it's, it's, it's up there with that quality of recreation agreed, awesome. agreed. yes 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 yeah. um, to the point that they do they do the Rurouni the Kenshin live action thing where you see characters slide on the floor before they do a move yep. like I saw that yep. a couple of times like yeah I'll, I'll get that from Rurouni Kenshin you're like come on man <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, the same, it's the same action concept of typical anime action stuff, right? It's that. And they, they, make, it, they make it work for what it is. Like, uh, none of it are, are, are mad at or making or have any, any issues or complaints about. Um, it's very faithful to the storyline. When, when you see a character who they get to the actor, like, all right, yeah, that's, that's, they look like that. Um, they get Zoro, yeah, he looks like that. Luffy, pretty good acting toys. Um, Nami, yep. Correct? Yeah. And they get everybody. They make it work. The opening sequence is really well shot. I like I like how they shoot that. Where where um Roger, Goldie Roger, uh Yeah, is about to be know. executed. That was great though, right, I, he, I must say. Yeah. Um very 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 pirates of the Caribbean inspired like the first exactly. film they do that, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, but they do the whole, the whole, the whole, how that whole sequence, and everybody started, started panic and scramble with the, with finding out that the treasure out there. And like, right, yeah. And it's like, yeah, this is the story. That's the story. It's, it, they make it work. The flashbacks are decent. Um, they tell that whole thing. And it's the straight up, they, they, they do the anime thing. But what's the smart part is that they do the smart part of, of, um, Cowboy Bebop by giving it material. And then they do the smart part of the best of, so it's like, it's like a, a mix of the best of the live action Bleach and a, the best of the live action, uh, Cowboy Bebop, Bebop. Yes. giving it time, but also feeling faithful to the material in, in its own way. And they don't change too, too much. Um, that's the only thing. As I said, if Bleach did this, I would have really liked that Bleach live action a lot more. Like, I wish for the second Bleach, if they're doing a second Bleach uh, movie, because from what I understand, it was removed from Netflix, eh, which is, like, sad. Um, but if they're making a second Bleach movie, they should do something like this to tell the Soul Society. Yeah. The Soul Society are kind of long, right? So, um, I really, really want to see I, I, I just thought this was just reasonably well done. Like, solid. Again, not a One Piece fan, but, like, I'm watching it and, like, yeah, they, they nail this. They, they make it work. It feels like the anime. They have, they have especially um, Zoro. He's great. Like, all this yes. stuff with Zoro, they, get, they, they do a lot of great stuff with him. But, like, everybody, like, and I, and I remember going up online and looking up the, comparing the character, like, just comparing the character to the, 
or to, yeah, the, to, the, um, to the source material. You know, I, I still yeah, like, have to do that. You know, I haven't done it yeah. yet. I will and do it's, that. It's, it's, it's like they nail it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's this character. And like, I've got to forget the names of certain characters. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. This this character, this character. And they make it work. Uh, I just had fun with it. I binged it over about a, a few days myself. I, I, I just pick off like two at a time because I was surprised how long each episode was. Like, what? They, 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 they take the time because, yeah, two hours is an hour pop. I'm like, all right, what? Eight episodes. Like, all right. They're making a binge in it, but they, they make it work, and I, I uh, thoroughly love this. Um, solid, solid outing for me, in my opinion. I think it's pretty good, actually. Right, so um, I'm, let me just get this out of the way. Um, this is this year's um, The Sandman Dread, in terms of yeah. being so incredibly faithful to the source material, and at the same time, pumping tons and tons of cash into this. Yeah, they spend their money. They spend their money, money like I just watching scenes, I yeah. watching fight sequences, I'm watching production design, I'm yeah. I'm hearing sound design. I'm like, yeah, they spending money on this boy. My God, mm-hmm. nothing felt half-assed in this show at all, right? Um, they really put effort into this, right? And I would say that if you are a diehard One Piece fan, you have to appreciate that at least, right? I guess if you're going with expectations too high and you want this thing to be the greatest thing ever, um, you you probably will be like. Eh, not so much, but now nah, for for what it is, what they set out to do, I think that they they, they exceeded by. Um, casting, I I thought was really strong though. Uh, so I'm not yeah. familiar with the lead himself, Inaki Jasso, right? Um, right. Or Inaki Godoy Jasso, sorry. Right? But it's only like when I was watching it, and I had to stop after the second episode and I say, why that guy accent like this? And I realized, oh, he's Mexican. It's like, oh, okay, that, right. that actually makes sense. Well, right? the, the, the the character, well, Luffy's supposed to be Brazilian, if I remember correctly. So, okay, shit, I did not even know that. Wow. Yeah, Luffy himself, but I'm not sure if he is Mexican, if the actress is Mexican. I think the actor is Mexican, right? Yeah, the actor is Mexican, yeah. Right, right so, okay, so, so, right. so forgive, forgive me One Piece fans, right? But I just, right. even though you have, um, you know, characters of different ethnic, um, ethnicities, right? I never really yeah. associate them with being of a particular, you know, continent or whatever, like, familiar to us, right? So, Oh, he's not South right. American or African or whatever it is, but he is. Well, I mean, it, I, I don't the know. world, the world, the world of One Piece is not like it's not it's not comparable to our world at all. It's not like it's, right. it have like Brazil or South America or anything like that. It's, mm-hmm. It has its own thing because I know I know what the Grand Line is and I know what the World Line is and I know what East Blue is and all these things, right? I felt they could have set up that map a little better, to be fair, because like they, when they introduced Nami, they just had her somewhere in the East Blue. I'm like, okay, if I don't know what the East Blue is, because I I I kind of know what the uh, One Piece is. I know the world of One Piece a little bit. I knew what that was, but like, if you if somebody coming in from the scratch, they won't know what that is. I felt they could have set up the world a little better. But yeah. but that's the whole point of One Piece is to tell but, you after the fact. Kind yeah, of thing anyway. but so but I'm wondering now how they would have done that because for one thing, well, I should mention here, um, the first episode actually had um a bit of voiceover narration by Ian McShane, yeah. right? You know, uh, 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 another right. pirate actor, right? But I just yeah. be like, yeah, but he just. Talk for the first episode, Dredd. So you're telling me he can uh, come in during those moments, like you say, you know, explain what the East Line is or whatever it is. Right. And I felt just kind of yeah. give like a little brief summary. Like I'm not seeing him on montage, but just right. give a little sum sum, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like I felt yeah. they could have utilized him more, right? But yeah, but, but, right. Uh, but back to the, the cast himself, right? Um, Zoro, right? Who is, who, even though I haven't watched a lot of episodes of One Piece, was a standout character for me. Um, yeah. The actor who plays him, um, Kenyu, right? It's only like yeah. after the fact I look it up, he is actually the son of the late great Sonny Chiba. I'm like, well, oh, really? what? Okay. okay, okay. 
Um, and if you're familiar with Sonny Chiba's um, filmography, yeah, that guy stands some weird shit too. Uh, but yeah, yes. <laughs> but I thought that he nailed it as a character. That that stoic warrior, um, especially yeah. with the whole tree so, uh, katana thing, is great. Um, I love yeah. how they how they, like his backstory is, is badass in my opinion. How they establish that. Um, and that's visually, those moments with him, though, were fantastic. Those those flashback scenes, right? Um, Nami, you know me, played by M- Emily yeah. Rudd. When I saw the, the scene, I was like, wait, nah, are you familiar with Paul Rudd? But like, no, right? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she was actually quite, you know, likable as as, Nam, well, as Nami, right? Um, you know, this thief uh, with tangerine hair, and they actually explain, yeah. you know, why she has a color hair. Uh, one thing about right. the show, though, you see characters with, with different hair colors or whatnot, I just like the fact that they don't stop to tell you, oh, that's why that character have, have that hair. It's, it's anime. It's, it's anime. anime. It's Shut anime. up. It it's doesn't anime. matter, right? It's, it's no matter, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's a touch again on um, Nakido. Like, like just face-wise, mannerisms, he kneel Monkey the Luffy, right? I even like yeah, when yeah, he yeah. pronounce Monkey, he does this like, Monkey the Luffy. Like, yeah. he just adds like a yeah. little inflection to it, right? And, and they, they, I like that they set up the double fruit stuff early. Like yes, they do yes, that yes, yes. From, they from the first make episode, right? Yeah. He is so charming and likable, and you buy into why he is that way. Like you see him at first, like I want to be king of the pirates. Like, bro, shut yeah. up, right? But right. throughout the show, you really buy into his optimism. You buy into his dream. You know what I mean? And yeah, you can understand why Monkey D. Luffy is a is a really like beloved character in I would say all of anime, right? Um, right. Side characters are, are all great as well. Like I, I, I kind of imagine familiar with some of the villains. So, or I should, I should have mentioned before I get to villains too. Um, so I'm not too familiar with Usopp and Sanji, but I thought that you know just as side characters they were great as well. I should say yeah. main characters and how they were brought into the story was great as well, right? Um, even like the well, um, sorry, not um, Usopp himself, like the, the the guy who plays him. I thought that he did a great job as well, and you kind of buy into. You have this slight naivety about him, but it's he's still so charming that you buy into it too, right? Um, the villains, I'm not really familiar with a lot of them, though, but I, I actually know right. like Buggy the Clown, um, Jeff right. Ward, though, like they get Jeff Ward to play him, though, and I thought that he did mm-hmm. a great job. Um, just that episode with him, though, was great in terms of this sort of twisted circus thing that was really great. Um, Kobe was, um, well, Kobe is the side character as well, too, who kind of started off as this cabin boy of like one of the main villains, but then he ends up yeah. joining the Marines, and there's this subplot involving the Marines trying to hunt down, you know, um. Luffy and you know his team. I thought that was great as well. Just that contrast with that, um, and just I mean I could talk about characters for these, right? But yeah, I thought that yeah. just character-wise, they needed, right? Um, the show. I love how the show commits to its material, right? Where yes, characters do weird things and they look weird. Like like the moment when I saw what Buggy's skill set was, I was like, okay, this is that mm-hmm. type of show. All right, all right. And for the most part, they make it work, right? And I would say this, right? Again, you know, if you're not familiar with the material at all, you might watch this and think it's just bizarre for the sake of being bizarre, right? right? And I would admit, it's some weird, bizarre shit, right? But it's good bizarre, right? In the sense that you have to remember that this is an anime and these are characters that, you know, that exist. So you have to kind of take it for what it is, right? Um, I like that they just set up the world in such a way that, yeah, a character like this would exist and, you know, they would just kind of tell you, oh, devil fruit or... It's just a guy who have this long sword who could like slice a, a, a ship in half or whatever it is. Okay. Just buy into it, right? Shut up. It's that type of show, right? Um, yeah. It's even to the point there how like this marine guy who have like, you know, um, cat whiskers. And I just saw that. I was like, okay, this is the show we're watching. All right, right? 
But I will say, this, this is a nitpick, right? And I imagine it might be the same thing for, for diehard fans too. Um, at times, it is like just the character reveals and how the characters move and they look and whatnot. Could be a little cosplay at times. That's like a little bit. Uh, I, I felt, I I kind felt, of a compliment, like, but I kind of a, of a criticism I could give it to. Yeah, like, I, I, like I, I applaud the mm. costumes. Kind of costumes can just feel a little holdback. Like it's like, uh, like when they, they introduced that that first um, female pirate. I forget her name, right? The big fat. Oh, um, oh gosh, uh, what's her name? I um, Alvida. Yeah. Alvida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that feel like a cosplay. Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, like when it got to like um like like villains like see um let me see who it is by the the the, the fish man what's his name Along right Along right, yeah like right. I watching it and like I like I, I admiring the, the the makeup right all that kind of stuff but I was like you know if it was like if there was like some comic con or something so I can just imagine like this dude walking just like that and it would be it would be nothing right even the way how he dresses and all that and especially like his goons too like I just watching stuff like. Yeah. Yeah, some kind of costly shit though. But again, yeah. it's a it's a compliment and a criticism, right? So if you're going kind of blind, you just kind of watch this and think it's like some weird, goofy stuff, right? But it's the world of the show, and I appreciate that, right? I right. I, I am I, I really applaud the fact that they stuck with the weirdness and went with it to the very end, right? Uh, but what they should do very well too is kind of justify the weirdness too, right? So like case in point, the fishmen—they're not just yeah. you know guys who are fishmen right i like that they set up the fact that oh the marines used them and they were like slaves at a point in time and they fought back right. so yeah. you can kind of look yeah. into that like yeah they're minorities i get okay and the guy who plays right. them yeah, no. i believe no, is, is black it's like yeah i get that okay so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I i remember everybody as i say you call order the goat and, and one peak right because it i would go as far as saying woke and i don't like to use that word woke but I for understand um, he has uh, a picture of Che Guevara on his on his desk or something like that. Are you uh, serious? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's that. It's because the show really gets into like a lot of like, hey, you know, the show, the world's unfair, a lot of systemic violence and so on. So it's like, yeah, oh, and, and, and look, at these, show, look right? at these, look at these, like nefarious British men, and they're always British, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, all right, all right, show, I see you, I see you. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, they do, they um, they do that very, very well, man. Um, I, I must say, right. Yeah, I like how they justify certain things. Um, case in point, um, Monkey's um, finishing moves, right? Like, there's a mm-hmm. great line where he says, and it shows back up in the, I believe, in the final episode, where it says, you know, um, great fighters, you know, um, always call out their finishing moves, right? And a character saying, yeah. no, they don't. I like that. That is great, yeah. right? So it justifies why this character would do something so admittedly silly. But then, yeah, somebody else kind of watching, like, dude, why are you saying, you know, gum gum, you know, cannon yeah. or whatever move it is, right? We know why, because of the nature of the show itself, right? But in live action, you kind of have to give you a reason why this character would see it, right? I like that it's short, yeah. it's simple, it's to the point, right? Um, again, you know, visually, this show looks amazing, though. You can tell that they pump real cash into it, right? Yes, there are the noticeable VFX moments, but I thought that it was right. near, sleep, um, near seamless, in my opinion. In terms it was of, fine, yeah, like, it was yeah. mostly fine. I had no problems with it. No problems with it at all. Production yeah. design was great though. Like I love when they yeah. went into like certain I, I islands. I don't expect it to be. I don't expect it to be as expensive as the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Like it's no, not no, as, no, 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 no. But it, it, for what they do, they do. They do their thing. Yeah, and and it's only like in the first episode I realized they like they shot a majority of it in South Africa. It's like yeah, right. boy. Like, right, 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 right. Imagine what this which show is, is going to do for their um, tourism, though. Holy which is shit. what black sales. Where they shoot black sales. 
Oh, okay. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I actually yeah. never watched Black Seals. Um, yeah, no, that's a great show. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, okay. Well, thanks, thanks for letting me know, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and also too, just just to chat back on the acting again. I love how yeah everybody just give it a all do right. It's not hammy. Um, even though they they have you know a couple of like you know cheesy lines. I want to say cheesy. I mean like in the sense of it sounds exactly the way how it's very a character weird. would talk in. A comic book or um, yeah. or a cartoon, very expressive. Like, let's get out of here, or I'll get you. Yeah. Like, it, they they talk like that, right? But well, I mean, again, it, given it, the nature of the show, it's like okay, now. that's what it is. Shut up, roll with it. I, I was fine with no, it. No, is it speed racer thing? You see the same reason why I like speed racer because like, yeah, dice. How they used to talk in the anime, dice dice waiters. Yeah, ex- dice exactly. Yeah. And and again, it's just going back to how faithful this show is, right? And, um, yeah, and even even though I have, I only saw like. A minuscule of all the episodes, all the existing episodes of One Piece. I could tell that the creators put so much heart and so much effort into this show. Trend. Dog, by by the by the season's end, I gave a shit. I cared about um, Luffy. I cared about Nami. I cared about Zoro, yeah. Usopp, Sanji. I cared about them. Um, the villains themselves. I, well, I should say just just without spoiling anything, right? Before before I wrap things up, um, just. Where they leave things off, though, I thought was great. I love how they tied yeah. certain narrative threads where it's like, I'd, all right, so I, I, I don't want to, like, you know, um, I, 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 like, I, I, like, I don't want to call, you know, I, I don't want to, like, predict something bad, right? But just in case we don't get a second season of this, just in case, right. I do like that it stopped things, it, it, where everything stops is great, right? Where, yes, right. you can have a second season, right? But in case it doesn't, there's always the manga. There's always the anime. You could go and check it out. Well, right? the, the anime, the anime that stopped for a while, you know, if I remember correctly, you know, um, it wasn't cancelled, but they did stop it for a little while. So you know, One Piece fans was a little rot for a little while. Um, but same thing with Bleach. So it's like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah right. So it's a couple things, couple, right? Um, the music I thought was great as well. Like, like I again only saw ten episodes, the first ten episodes, but I heard the original team. Like, it show up. In right. a few episodes, like near the yeah, end, that's yeah, all I'll yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. It's like, hey, word, I like that. I like that. There's yeah. a couple of songs, there's one in particular that, that closes the final episode. I would not even be surprised if that's an ending team. I don't know, One Piece fans, y'all could tell me, right? But yeah, they, you know, even with the music, they, 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 they say it fit, uh, faithful to the source material, right? And yeah, as a whole, though, again, I just call this, you know, um, this year's, you know, the, 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 uh, the Sandman, right? Yeah, where basically, um, not only does it look great and it, it plays all very well and it, it will actually would make for a great binge, um, it's much better than I expected it to be, right? Um, if I just yeah. have, like, this, uh, this a minor flaw, though, well, uh, uh, outside of the whole cosplay elements at times, you know, um, is that basically... Like each episode is clocks in like about an hour long, right? Hour max, if anything, right? Um, what yeah. I do appreciate the effort in terms of fleshing out characters, giving them little quiet moments, the backstory and whatnot. There are times where I feel like the story sort of slows down a bit because of that, right? Right. I appreciate it. I really do, right? Especially as somebody who knows nothing about the, the who these characters are, the motivations. Um, it still kind of slows the story down, right? But not too much. Like I didn't find myself bored or checking myself out or, or being checked out or whatnot right i get where, right. where, where, where why the show is paced that way right and then also too again you have to think about it as an adaptation you have to think about it as a series as well you can't give us the anime treatment where it's just action and set piece and action set piece yeah you right. can't have flesh characters or as human beings and you had to get you know you get the actors to come through to do their thing and you give them yeah you had to give them time right 
And yeah, I appreciate the yeah the fact that they give the characters you know screen time. You know what I mean? They give the actors screen time to just act their asses off and do what they had to do, man. Right? But yeah, as a whole though, this was much better than I expected it to be. Um, I absolutely dug this. This is a blast. Um, Netflix finally cracked the code to their own you know yeah. live action. <laughs> Sorry, animated live yeah, action yeah. adaptation. They finally cracked it, right? I have to say, there, because remember, they, they, they set this up from since, um, uh, I believe, yeah, not, um, yeah, from since Death Note, I think, right? I can't remember if right. Death Note or uh, Full Metal Alchemist came, which one came before. I can't remember right now, right? But yeah, they finally figured out. Um, and I don't know, like, this show is going to do, it, it has to do gangbusters, right? it has to. Because again, I, I they put good, yeah. so much effort and so much money into this show, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, a season two has to happen, boy. but again, you know, the nature of Netflix, especially what's going on with the writer's strike and whatnot, and the actor's strike, right, sorry, right. I don't know, I don't know, but as an adaptation for something that, I don't want to put it in the complex, see Sandman, where, oh, it could not have been, it, there was no way you could adapt this or whatever it is, because even the, um, even Oda himself, right, um, see that yeah. he was always wishing, you know, to, to uh, adapt it to live action, right? This actually, right. Uh, well, I watch it after the, uh, after the fact, right, after the final episode. Yeah, him and the actor actually meet up in real life, and um, Oda, like, don't like to show your face, though. I don't know. Because yeah, if you watch the video, you you see what I talk about like the man like real secretive. I I don't understand that. Whatever. Well, um, I mean, I, I mean, I I know what you look like, so like whatever. I don't know. Yeah, what you but are, but right? they do a thing in that video where like he face was blocker. Like okay, is it that odor like kind of secretive or something? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. yeah um. That's weird. Yeah, it is right. But yeah, for what it is, boy, this show excelled. It it exceeded expectations for me, man. Right. And I'm not gonna say that I I, I came out of this as uh, a One Piece fan, but I could see myself actually like going back to the to the old uh, to the to the um to the earlier episodes pretty much, and you know seeing how that plays out, and then do a little compare contrast on my own, right? If not, I mean I could always watch watch Mojo and have them do it for me or whatever or IGN, I don't right? Know, right? <laughs> but yeah, um, written wise, I'm gonna give this a dec- I'm gonna give this a decent, a strong four to five, man. Um, if you yeah. are a One Piece fan. Us, you you will enjoy this one way or the other, right? If you are, if 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 you just want this shit to be perfect, then yeah, you will be disappointed, right? Um, but even if you are, I would say non-fans, I would say tread carefully into this. This is not your average TV show. Um, this show embraces its anime is anime ness, sorry, and more. Uh, whether it's the fighting to the dialogue to the characters themselves, so. Let's go in knowing that this show is based off an anime and you should be fine. If you're going blind and you have no knowledge as to what One Piece is about, this might just be too weird for you, right? So I would say kind of stay clear of it, right? And I should just, I'll close this. Just one last little minor gripe, though. Uh, based on the comic book from Ichiro Oda, like you couldn't say manga, like I understand, it's, it's for American <laughs> audience history, but Jesus Christ. Manga, folks, there's a difference, yeah. so go ahead. Oh, they say graphic novels up there. Jesus God. Christ, my base on the comic book. Who cares? Who cares? Nah. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, One Piece is a real deal. I, I can't believe I've seen this though. It's a real deal, man. Yeah, you yeah. should really check it out. Bia Ricardo, your final thoughts on written. Yeah, pretty much. Um, they kind of fucking nail it. Um, I didn't expect to enjoy this as much as I did. I was like, because I saw the trailers and I was like, all right, here's the thing. Uh, because I'll admit that if, if I probably was a big one, so I would have find things to nitpick and thing. And, and the only thing I'll, I'll nitpick, I'll probably nitpick about is the whole 
um, where the camera is problem. That's the same problem I had with the Rooney Kenshin movies. Like, oh, but I will, only, I will have... say that they, they actually do some <laughs> dynamic um, camera work here, though. Not all the time, I, but that's what I said. often. When I was watching it, not like the fight in the bar when he, when he, when he take on the Marines for the first time with, with um, Zoro. I like it, but they, 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 they nail it. it they like, nail it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, well, well, they, they, they nail it, though. It's hard us. So, yeah, I, I, I was, I was um, thoroughly enjoying it. So, it, it seemed to even avoid that problem. So, I was like, all right, well, I, I can't be mad at this. Um, you know, it's not perfect, perfect in the sense that, you know, it's not Pirates of the Caribbean money. Obviously, it didn't go on Disney money. But it's good, it's good, good, a decent product for it is. It's it corny because that's the material, that's the source material that I waited from. It, it, but it very, it not, I won't say, we say the word corny, but I really say it, it's, it's, it has its heart on its sleeve and very earnest. Right, that that is a, 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 a compliment. Um, eight out of ten. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I thought I thought they, they really did a great job of just putting everything together. Everybody feels their part. They look the role. They nail it. Yes, the atmosphere, set design, sound design. Um, as I said, the only again the smallest nitpick was just the I find some a couple of characters look a little too cosplay in in the in the in the costume designing department. But that's about that. I had no other problems other than that. Uh, yeah, eight out of ten. I thought this was excellent. Nice, nice, nice. And last but not least, let's talk about the Equalizer Trace. Oh, yes, sure. this is the sequel that I guess a lot of people was asking for. I guess, but here we are, right? With with each. Well, right? not only is that Equalizer, not only is that Equalizer sequel, but I'll straight up say it felt like a Man on Fire sequel. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Because yes, this is the long-awaited you know reunion between Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning, right? Yeah, right. Like, I mean, the last time they worked together was on Man of Fire, right? Easily which one is, of Tony Scott's awesome. best films. Yes, yes, I'd, great film. Right? absolutely love that movie. Yeah, R.I.P. to a goat, eh? Yeah, R.I.P. to a goat, though. I mean, no disrespect yeah. to Ridley, but Tony had some bops, though. Tony had some bops, right? Yeah, yeah. so um, I'll do this synopsis for this, right? So when it comes to the Equalizer, right? The first one, of course, came out in 2014, I believe it was. Yeah, um, I saw it. I, I totally dug it as well. Um, it... It's it was not... it was it was the whole trend of older actor being badass action yes. star mm. that Denzel I was surprised Denzel jumped into this, but Denzel make it work. Um better than I find even even somebody like um even where you call him Lee, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gaga, I mean Liam Neeson has always been the go to old guy when it comes to that, right? Um right. and, and, and fact, you this, know, this... you're thinking Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and fun fact, this actually came out the same year as 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 um as John Wick, right? So yeah, it's right. that whole underestimating this quiet guy, but yeah, this guy will right. fuck you up kind of vibe, right? So it's like that, right? right? And, um, and every other every other person on their mother was trying to do that, like you know John Wick, but John Wick do its own thing, you know the equalizer was its own thing because and again the, the star power of it. Um, I remember the most pathetic one was um, uh, Sean Penn, the gunman, real trash. Oh, like, I, I remember that being bad. I, I never yeah, watched that. Yeah. I never watched that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, uh, you know, Bruce Willis do it. You know, the old, basically, he's an older actor. We are accustomed to him for a certain way, but they say, okay, they're playing this badass. They're making it work. And, yeah, they, they make, they make, yeah, with the Denzel, Denzel really calls on a nice niche with, with his version of it. Exactly. So, yeah. and, and, you know, yeah. it's the same Denzel charm that we know and love, right? Um, right. But it's right. just when, when shit get real, when he had to get serious, he gets serious, right? Um, good thing that you brought up Bruce Willis as well, too, right? Because um, this is actually... Well, I should say the fifth um, collaboration between Denzel Washington and Antoine Foucault, right? First one right. being the great Trinity, right? Um, but okay. if you remember, he did um, Tears of the Sun in 2003, right? right? With Bruce Willis, right? right? Which right. I remember right. enjoyed, but I just I never recapped that show since it, it, it came out. I really should, right? But yeah, I mean, the first Equalizer was, was really solid. Um, I actually reviewed the second one when it came out in 2018. Yeah, which um, version I, I don't, think I, well, I, I don't want to say it's trash or anything like that, though, but um, right. I just felt it like, you know, like, like the story just didn't 
quite land as much right. as it should. Um, yeah. But I do remember the set piece, like the final set piece, where yeah. it's a place during this this like hurricane. I want to call it a hurricane. That's right. not a tropical storm. And it's like you know the um, um, the you know the news saying you know everybody should stay indoors. And um, right. then Del, who of course plays Robert McCall, is like, nah, fuck that. I go in through the storm into this house and take down all these bad guys while Rain is falling, falling, sorry, and wind is is like you know it's windy outside as as all hell, right? Yeah, just that that final set piece was great, right? Um, I didn't even like I actually forgot that Pedro Pascal was in this. Cause the only person I remember right. from it was Ashton Sanders, right? Um, this was right after. Uh, I saw him right, in, right, 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 right. in uh, Moonlight, what, yeah. Moonlight right. right? Yeah, I didn't even know that Pedro Pascal was in this too. Um, like, I didn't really know much about him see, except for his appearance in Game of Thrones, right? But whatever. But yeah, here right. we are, Equalizer 3. Yeah, I, um, I before, a little before you blow up here. Yeah, right, exactly. But here we are, Equalizer 3. Saw the trailer fit. We mentioned it before here. Um, it looked good, you know what I mean, I must say. But again, I was like, all right, we're doing another one. But what catch me do is the witness the final chapter thing, right? I'll talk about that in my review, right? right? So what it's about, right, is that we go well. We we are reintroduced to Robert McCall, right? Uh, what right, starts right, right. off is that he's going after this um, <laughs> this 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 mafia guy basically at this place in Sicily. Right. And how it sets yeah. up is very well too, because the guy just sort of shows Let's... up home and he's it... walking. You know, true, like down his wine cellar, basically. You know, yeah, he dig up his wine cellar. a horror show to this, eh? Yeah, and you just see yeah. dead body after dead body just on the floor, just bodies like being chopped up, blood, all that kind of stuff, right? And it just stops at the moment that you saw in the trailer where you see uh, Robert sitting on the wine barrel, and you know he's doing the whole nine seconds thing, right? So it starts right. off there, right? But where it leads to is well, Robert getting shot in the back, right? I'm not gonna say how it right. happens, but it will. Yeah, it's which very... I, I really like. I really liked because it's like okay, that makes sense. He would put his guard down for a situation like that. Yeah. Uh, but although it was, kind of, it was kind of funny because when he when he, he panic and started to shoot up in the air. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I would not have thought about that in terms of how a person would react after getting shot in the back. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have um thought about having the character do that. But that was really really interesting as well, right? Yeah. Um, it's a very Western moment, though. I must say, without spoiling anything, it's a very Western yeah. moment. And I have to say, this show is. Very much of Western when you think about it too, right? Well, yeah. I thought I, I I will mention something. It feel like I inverted spaghetti Western, given the nature of inverted. That's where it, it inverted is. spaghetti Western. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because yeah, right afterwards, well, you know, um, this doctor, well, reluctantly, this doctor finds him, right. you know, wounded, well, bleeding, basically well, a police, going into shock. Officer finds him. A, a police yeah, officer, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah finds yeah. him. He's going into, into shock. Right. Um, right. He's taken in by this local doctor, and you know, right. he, well, you know, he's he's on the mend, so he's getting back to normal. He walks with a cane. There's actually a nice little bit of character um, set up here, where you see him basically walking up a flight of stairs, and right. like as these pass, you see him like you know more or less walking faster. He's not running, but he's walking faster up the up the um, up the flight of stairs. I thought that was really great, right? But yeah. yeah, he more or less settles in this town. Well, I believe it's it's not um it's not Sicily. It's another town, basically. I, I forget the name of the town. Yeah, um, Altamonte or Altamonte. Right, 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 place, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, he right. settles there and he likes the people. He likes the food. There's this black girl that he likes. Who you know he's yeah, he, yeah. Uh, always shows up at this restaurant and he asks right. for tea right. and stuff, yeah. right? Um, yeah. But you know, as they talk about man and fire. Yeah, Dakota Fanning is there. She is a CIA agent by the name of Emma, and she's investigating, right. you know, the murders that that Robert left, and the dead bodies, all that kind of stuff, right? And that well, he, leads... he calls her. 
Right. Oh, yes. I, I, I should, yeah, right. Well, he calls her and pretty much gives her a tip and, uh, into what's going on, right? So, yeah, the, well, right. the local mafia family, basically, in that area, uh, more or less kind of financing these terrorists, right? So, they're doing all these jobs and whatnot, but they're kind of paying them through drugs and they kind of sell any drugs. And is this kind of like weird so kind the, of... The, the like, story kind of weird, right? Because it's, they, call it, they call it jihad drugs. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, jihad drugs? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, jihad? Well. You know what I mean? You yeah, well, like, well. yeah. So the, the story, the story kind of dootish, but they do this whole <laughs> thing where it's a big misdirection involving who you think the terrorism is. Like, it's yes. not some terrorism in the storyline. And then you understand why, who doing what and why. And it's really a simple reason involving money and, and to do it, um, what do call it, boy? Like, like it's Italian version of... Um, gentrification effectively kind of going to happen mm, yes uh, yes yes you're right here yeah. right um well, what so, i would say you you right. you say you say is dotish um i just find it was a little convoluted for its own good like it's right. it's really furious shady shit it's so, like right, what drugs, say, money, what money, say, drugs whatever yeah but they kind of try say, to make it more complex like you don't need to do that yeah to yeah you know? what yeah. i'll say is that it should have either been it should have either been simpler or more or explained better either explain I, I think it's the latter, the latter yeah or it should have been simpler Right? Or just keep it as simple as it can. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, of course, you know, as I mentioned, Mafia family, yeah, you know, well, um, through some circumstances, Robert runs afoul of this Mafia family, right? Um, right. It's basically, well, this... And these well, bad guys are bad. Yeah, they, they are bad, and the show finds ways, because of the genre of the <laughs> show, to remind yeah. you that, yes, they are bad motherfuckers, and you should hate them, yeah. right? So when Robert yeah. decides, here's what, I'm going to kill all your motherfuckers, you're supposed to feel it, it's supposed to be cathartic, it's supposed to be visceral, and it's every is every bit of that, right? So, um, yeah, Ricardo, uh, just, you know, your, your thoughts on it, and then I will follow through. So, yeah, your, your thoughts on Equalizer 3. You know, other than some pacing issues, and I, and I felt the, and the, the kind of slightly wonky plotting, uh, I kind of loved it. Um, it's very charming with the rustic nature of the town and how well shot it is. Like, it, it you know, this Italy is a great place to go if you're a filmmaker. Um, they make that work. And the, the nice little relationships he make, like the, the, him and the fish, fish man and him and the waitress and then him and um, the doctor himself and, and just him and the tongue. And the, the stuff with the police officer I really liked as well. It's all these little... You get, get to know the tongue. And it's typical... It's some, it's some real shame thing, right? Um, him coming back with the quota is great. They, they had great chemistry bouncing off each other. Yeah, as I say, I love... You know, it feels like a spiritual sequel to Man on Fire, which is a movie I love, uh, Peter Tony Scott. And yeah, as I say, it felt like I inverted sp Spaghetti Western because here you have an American coming in an Italian space doing the same thing against the mafia. Like it's... Like in a sense, right? It's kind of weird in that way. Um, and look, if you're, if you're here... To see the justice porn and see Denzel fuck some dudes up, you're gonna get that because it becomes kind of terrifying at times. Yes, you know, it, at it, some it, time, very, very hot, very slasher like, though, slasher movie like. Dude, listen, you, you, you really feel, yeah, you really, you kind of, for two seconds, you find I feel sorry for them because what he does to the main bad guy at the end, holy oh shit, my like, what, God. what the fuck to call <laughs> What, what, what I would say without spoiling anything, though, it, you, could, you could tell yeah. that Antoine was, was channeling the Godfather, right? Where right. That, without spoiling much, though, you will see some, yes, like a religious then. ceremony take place, but you'll intercut yes. it with scenes of violence or somebody dying right. or whatnot. And you do that while I was just watching, like, wow, this is, yeah. this is some, this yeah. is some, um, but, um, but sorry. But it's really bad thing. Oh, sorry, sorry, I, I'm trying to get, this is, this is some Michael Cole, you only shit, Dre. like, talk right. about right. wiping the slate clean, eh? that's what it is. Right, right. But the, the stuff with him in the bed, like, it's something involving blood in a bed, it's like, oh yeah, that's... 
Yeah, like also said, like, like Godfather as well too, but right. when they reveal just, the fact afterwards, what did he do with it? Right? Yeah, minus he yeah. was it. That was really clever. Right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, but I also like this. The, the, it was shot like I like how well shot it was. So like that opening scene where they had the white light above take, but him him silhouetted in the dark is like yeah, but it's a good shot too. I it, know, it really right. do the graphic novel stuff. Yes, they do the graphic novel stuff. And then the ending when the bad guy dies, that shot is great because you, you yes. treat it it bright white. Yeah, but and it's shining, it's and you see, and you see the, right. um, see the bricks on the, on the on the on the pe- yes. oh, sorry on the on the street. It looks great, yeah. yeah. And it there's rain, and the, the slight little drizzle, yeah. and there's the fireworks too. It's like it looks great, yeah. huh? It does. Yeah, it looks great, and they make it they make it come together really well. And yeah, again, if you want to see Denzel fuck some dudes up, you're gonna get that because boy, that's some good action it is. Not that not as much. I thought it would have more, but when it happened, it was pretty good. Like it just. Shocking, terrifying violence out of nothing. Um, and then, it, like, you have this like, little scene in the restaurant with, with him, with the painting. We see that in the trailer. Boy, like, oh, that's I, I didn't then, expect it was going to lead to what it did afterwards. Like, <laughs> you know, you would think there would be like a little grace period, right? Like, okay, no. I, I, I warn you, you know, I warn you, you know. No, right afterwards, nah. a man go after the dress. Like, Jesus One time, Christ. You know, he, he added reminder of um, when, um, we call him Chris, Chris, oh shit, we call him Turner. Uh, oh, oh, Chris Hemsworth. Um, not extraction. No, it's action no. movie. Yeah, extraction. extraction. Earlier, extraction two. Right. Mm-hmm. Same, same kind of thing where he just he he get it no breather. Yeah. One time he run up on <laughs> you. Run up on you. Yeah. Robert, Robert, McCall, McCall run up on that motherfucker dread. Like Boy. one time dread. He did not stick, and they make it work. Um, the stuff with the, the stuff with Dakota again, as as I said, it feels a bit underwritten. Like I said, if either the movie should have been simpler. Very, very simple. So you just keep it to the, the mafia stuff. Um, but I, I suppose you had to justify why Dakota is in this. Uh, because they have a, a scene with a car bomb that was like, okay, they gave she something and all right, f- fine. They make that work uh, for what it was. But they, they make it work and they, they bounce off each other pretty well. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I just, if you, look, you, you come for the justice pawn, you get the justice pawn. That's what they give you. And the man are hard. And what I like about it, they didn't go into John Wick ridiculousness. It still feels reasonably plausible for the most part. Right, for the most part, I had yeah. a couple little moments. I had a couple little moments that was a little, little stretching it, but for the most part, yeah, that makes sense. Somebody his age, where he is, cool. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Loved it. Mm. All right. Well, I, I, I didn't, it. I didn't love it as much as well. You did clearly, right? Um, but I admired it and I enjoyed it, right? What I will say though, um, I was actually glad that I saw this in theaters and I didn't wait till it came out on on um, on digital, right? Because um, yeah, this is this is a this is a crawl please of a movie, right? Right. Um, and you could tell the kind and of audience the show is, is is aimed at. Yes. Because the trailers, all the trailers before this was straight up the same type of movies. That two movies from Angel Studios. Because Angel Studios real trying that thing right now. Um, you know where they um we call it by the, the movie with the children being kidnapped. Oh, with, oh, um, oh it's Sound of Freedom, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's Sound them. Freedom, okay, right, right, right. right. Well, the last thing is, 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 well, because this is not Agent Studios, but the point is, is the same type of movies. Just look, you know, these bad guys had to get what yeah. it coming to them. Like, like you know, cool. Mm. You had to get that. And that so it's, it's another one of these. It's just. Yeah, like, like, like something out of the 80s. Like, like you know, right. <laughs> one of those shows. Right, 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 right. right, right, right. It's that. So, yeah. Uh, bad guys being bad, F them up. You know, F them up, Denzel. Cool. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, good. But what I mean in terms of, like, the theatrical experience, right? Because I was taking yeah. note of the crowd that was with me, right? It wasn't a big crowd, right? But right. how they were responding to lines that that Denzel dropped, especially yeah, at the lines. bad guys, right? The great lines yeah, in yeah, particular, right? So great comeback yeah. lines, right? And yeah. they had one guy who was sitting on the other, end, well, like on the other side of the cinema from where I was. He was like, uh, he was like, yeah, boy, 
talk, uh, uh, what you say, boy? Uh, talk to him, like literally yeah, saying yeah, that, like, yeah. like he's Conway the machine, right? Kids acts the parents, right? right. Yeah, boy, right. like like everything that man says, like yeah, you know, we talk to him. Yeah. That we talk about, boy. I had some yeah. old man sitting down next to me, like yeah, boy, fuck them up, boy. You fuck him up, boy. Yeah. And some woman like sitting in front of me who's like cracking up, <laughs> like they, they they can't believe that that Robert could be this this brutal. Uh, so just cracking right. up and like ooh. ooh you know, all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? So you know yeah. the audience, you know the audience, right? But you even know the in quieter yeah. moments where, um, like, when he says something to the Gota's character or to that, that to, or to that same waitress that I mentioned before, they will laugh at it. That it's like genuinely smart and funny lines as well, right? So right. why why keep happening on the whole audience, right? So no, this is not for the John Wick crowd, right? This is not stylized action. This is right. old man. Let's be real, because he is like what seventy now. It's old yeah. man who, and I, I, I think it's because of the setup of the character that think that's why it resonates so much with the audience. Yes, yeah. a man who just want to settle down, like I tired of getting shot, right? I'm sorry, I just want to yeah. settle down. I want to wake up in the morning and have tea and whatnot, sorry, and enjoy myself and live life, right? I don't want to deal with these bad guys, but here they are, and I have to do something about it, right? So yeah, that right. that what makes this character even likable as well, right? Um. I do agree with you. I felt like I'd have done more with um, Dakota Can- uh, Fanning's character. Like, just the whole CIA setup thing, I felt like I'd have done a bit more of because they're more investigating and they're more kind of filling the blanks as to why the mafia people do what they're doing. Um, yeah. The whole terrorist stuff, I felt like I'd explore that a little bit more, but they kind of didn't, you know what I mean? So, I just felt like they could have explained these um, things a lot more, right? But I understand that, okay, we work with a certain like, duration or certain time frame, right? Uh, that being said, I. Honestly, expecting more action out of this though. Like, I I appreciate the drama. Right. I appreciate the, right. the quieter moments. But I did come out of it like, yeah, I kind of wanted to see more action, right? And here, this this leads to probably my my biggest issue with the film. Not a major issue, but that's how I felt, right? Um, I felt like there was no sense of finality to things, because as right. the trailer says, oh, it's a fin- well, I, it's the final chapter. I I, I, I didn't so, get any sense. I didn't get any sense that it was a final movie. Like I could totally see a part four coming out. Like all right, well, uh, good thing you see yeah. that right because um, afterwards, like I went yeah. up on Wikipedia and they say that there is the possibility that they could do like a prequel, a like see the beginnings okay. of Robert McCall, right? So you're thinking heard, of of, of bringing heard, in either his I son, like Denzel son, yeah, right. I heard that. Or or Michael B. Jordan. I think John nah. should be. Is, is best fit because I mean Michael B. Jordan do the whole revenge thing already with, with without remorse and it was bad. Uh, right. Sorry, but that I right. mean I don't see that Michael is bad or he shouldn't play Robert McCall. But I think in this case it really should be John David Washington. I, that, that it's it's pitch perfect casting right here, and it gives John right. the opportunity to to play like he dad, like to to stunt like he daddy, right? If you will, right? Yeah, it, right, it, it'll right, make right. sense, right? The scene, right? And I like that. I yeah, like I that mean, we could have prequels to it, right? You know. Yeah. Uh, but again, you tell me as the end, and especially when it ends too, like where the movie ends, very sentimental. I didn't, I didn't expect it to be yeah. that way, very simple and sentimental. Um, just, I wish there was a little more to it. There's a little more to it, but it just kind of ends the way that it's like, okay, all right, whatever. But again, I just felt like, I, I was just wishing for a sense of finality. Like, okay, if this is where this character is going to be, we could just leave like, okay, we don't need to see this character again because he's in a better place, right? That's all I'll say without spoiling right. it, right? But it just sort of stops like, all right, that's the end of the film. That's how I felt, right? Um, 
cinematography is only after the fact I realized that Robert Richardson worked on this, right? Um, okay. This shit looked fantastic, though. I mean, he worked yeah, on great. Emancipation. He worked on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, this shit looked right. great, though. Like, like this is literally a travelogue for Italy, where like just the establishing shots and just the exteriors in particular look gorgeous, right? right. Um, and you know, just touching on the whole mafia stuff, it really did remind me of like you know the the Italian scenes in the Godfather trilogy in particular, right? Um, when it comes to the mafia stuff, when it comes to the villains themselves, yeah. um, unfortunately, very two-dimensional. Um, I wish that they did more with the well. Basically, you have the the, the lead, well, you know, the boss, right? But there's his brother who working under him, right? And I kind of like the whole boss right. under boss thing, where if you notice the under boss, well, let's just say the, the younger brother, and he goons it riding bikes while the other guy is driving, yeah. you know, cars and whatnot. Like I like that, like yeah. something as simple as that, right? But they could have delved a yeah. bit more into their dynamic, right? I'm not saying they should have given my flashback into why they end up, you know, being mafia men in the first place. We all know it's a family thing, right? But even that, you know, too, they could have set up a little bit more, too, instead of... Because I just kind of want him to be more than just a generic bad guy. He just kind of came off like that, unfortunately, right. you know? Um, but ultimately, at the, at the end of the day, they are meant to be detestable they do bad things they take advantage of people so when they run into robert and robert talk yeah. talked out to them that's where you get that audience reaction like yeah talk to him or whatever it is but again yeah. i just did i you know like maybe it's because i haven't seen because i only saw the the, the second one once i didn't think that i'm gonna go after them like immediately dread. i just saw like all right if you fuck up one yeah. more time i'll come for you no it's like nope after you he just go after them afterwards right and I'll just close to this, right? Yeah, Don't go into the show expecting some kind of morality story or whatnot, right? There's there's not really moral in terms of like what Robert does, but it's the idea of <laughs> justice. Shame. That's it's what it is. It's 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 about you know. Yeah, uh, yeah it's Sheen. It's Sheen. Yeah, it's 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 Sheen, right? If you're if you're familiar with the western, yeah. right? And yeah, what if you really look at it like this? Yeah. I don't know, like a new western, whatever. Yeah, it it, it works, right? It's that you know grizzled. Yeah veteran gunslinger who just want to you know um spend the rest of his life in peace but he can't have that because there's these guys who causing trouble i was like all right i really do uh, you know all they need to stop because i just try want to be all peaceful and zen and shit but they're all they push all they're pushing other people or they push me okay now i'm gonna push back and yeah after closing this boy yeah the moment where he gets back at them a very slasher movie inspired i must say though but yeah they are very visceral they are very cathartic like when you see a bone break or a bottle smash over a guy's head, uh, head, sorry, you you feel that you feel that you 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 wish you were you were you were holding that bottle. You wish you were the one who broke that bone. That is how great um, those moments are. And of course, you know Denzel just kills it though, especially the whole duality thing of the character. I like that he is no John Wick, of course, because of his age. But yeah, you could buy into a guy like him who will move the way he move, um, and yet be so swift with it when it comes to his kills, right? So, um, yeah, so as a whole, while I kind of just wanted this to feel like a, a true finale, like, I'll, I'll give you an example, like how John Wick 4 was, that felt like a finale to me, even though, yes, you, right. you'll get other films, like, Casey Poy was supposed to get this miniseries about the Continental Hotel that everybody asked for, I don't know why, right. <clears throat> but I mean, I'll watch it, because I'm a John Wick fan, but why we need to see the early days of the Continental Hotel, I, I don't know, but I'll watch it, but yeah, like, I just felt that we should have gotten more of a sense of finality to things. Just kind of felt like, yeah, we could have another one after this. You know? it's, it's not the end, but right. it, you tell them it's the end, but it doesn't really feel like the end to me, right? 
But on that though, um, well, I should say the, um, Denzel Washington is great as always. It's great seeing him alongside Dakota again. I just wish that they gave her yeah. character more to do. I wish that the um, the villain was, uh, you know, one dimension more than he was here. Um, but again, you know, right. you, you know what you're coming for. You know what you you, you pay your money to see. And you get that. And I would just say that, yeah, this show is, is worth checking out theatrically. But if you want to stay home, if you want to wait till it comes out of digital, no problem. I mean, it wouldn't hurt you. I mean, I do hope that you do see it because, yeah, you, you will be entertained by it one way or, or the other, right? So, rate wise, I'm going to give this uh, lighter, decent trade out for the five, man. Um, I think that it is worth right. checking out. Again, I say see it, in the big, see it on the big screen. You know, make sure that there's a crowd so when people react to things, you like you can laugh alongside them or cheer with them or whatnot. But yeah, if you want to watch it home, watch it home, man. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's that good, right? Uh, close to this. Um, you don't necessarily have to remember everything from 2, but I know near the end there's a reference to 2 that, well, uh, well a friend of mine right. who, who came with me, he had to tell me what happened. I was like, oh, okay, that, that's what happened. I, I forgot that, right? Right. But yeah, again... Yeah. While it didn't really feel like the finale that I wanted to do, yeah, this this was a this was a solid closer to yeah, what is actually a, a really solid, you know, trilogy of yeah, vigilante slash revenge films. Yeah, so I can't be mad at that. So Ricardo, your final thoughts are rated. Yeah, I largely agree with what you say. I mean I, I just again I just went into it, you know, just looking to see Denzel fuck some people up and that's what I get. And it was pretty much that. Yes, I don't remember the, the event from two. It's like, oh yeah, right, right, right. That was a thing. Um that's involved with the money, right? Yes, yes, that, that involves the money, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that is about it. And uh, rating, 7 out of 10. Um, I just wish it was a little underwritten. Um, but it it, could, uh, it, it it was fine, mostly fine as 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 it is. And I, I had very few problems um, one way or the other. Yeah, 7 out of 10. Pretty good. All right, so with all that being said, Ricardo, where can people find you online? Uh, but that R-M-A-D-D-Y, that is at R-M-A-D on X, right? Zitter. X. Right, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, you know, yeah, you had to get um, exhibit a gear bag. Yeah. Exhibit a gear bag, go for this? Come on. I know, on, right? Especially what he like going through you now with, 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 the, with, with the supposed divorce, whoever it is. I think, yeah. I think yeah, that, that man had to be, he had to make money, right? That's, that's well, yeah, anyway, no, that's Google that shit, you'll know what get... we talk about, but yeah, he should be yeah. making money off of this whole X thing, right? I mean, yeah, you can, you can call Elon, just, you know, tell him a little quick song now. You know, a little remake. Yeah, let me do a remake of X, just uh, for a minute. You know, yeah. a gear bag, please. <laughs> yeah, gear bag, yeah, yeah, whatever, small thing. Yeah, um, yeah, that and then type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook, you can find me there. Alright, um, ever so often, I'm on X as well, and TikTok, but mostly I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, the Facebook and Instagram links are where you'll find X, or I should say, the Facebook and YouTube links, which you'll find in the link tree link description to this video, is where you'll find excerpts from today's episode, along with other episodes of BBB Radio, Retrospect Reviews, BSB to Bailey, and Hip Hop Sub 10. And that's stuff to look forward to. Uh, Harley Quinn season four um, should be wrapping right. up in a couple weeks, so okay. we'll check that out. Um, we're supposed to be getting uh, Wes Anderson's short film on Netflix. I've been hearing about it okay. last week. The wonderful story of Henry Sugar. So okay. that means I have an excuse to rewatch Asteroid City. So I'll watch that right. in preparation for that. Right. Um, I should mention too. Uh, we're not getting Dune Part Two next. Well, I should say this year well, I know, because of. Yeah, I know they're right. I know they're pushing that back. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess when it comes to sci-fi epics that are two-parters, yeah, we have Zack Snyder ah with Rebel Moon, but that's right. that's late right. into December, right? But yeah, right. we had no dude, so Zach, Rebel Moon will, will have Snyder's, to do. <laughs> yeah, Zack Snyder's the Orville. Okay. Okay. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Right. Yeah. 
And uh, just lastly, in terms of stuff to look forward to, don't mind it's like weeks in advance. Um, David Fincher's The Killer, um, the first trailer right. of, it, of which movie. dropped last week. And I said this right. on Facebook, this is probably one of the best edited trailers I've seen yeah, all year. Uh, it yields it totally. I can watch that probably not for hours, but probably like for a whole half hour just here. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? But just edited wise, it just reminds me so much of Fight Club. That's what I love about this so much. Just right. the shots and the choice of shots, right? I heard they got like a six minute um, ov- um, standing ovation at um, this okay. particular um, film festival so that I mean yeah that, that I, I I probably will end up loving this show right but then again I, I was I, I I went into Mank rubber I was expecting to love the well, show and yeah Mank Man, is his own thing Mank is his own thing like I don't I don't, I don't expect Mank right exactly yeah. Mank sucks eh, but I'll give it a pass <laughs> I don't want to say it sucks because it's from David Fincher, the man. No, yeah, the no, only Mank, L that man take for me is Alien 3. And I don't want to say that Mank is an L, but... No, Mank, Mank is kind of a devil. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, when that time comes, you know, hopefully, you know, you, uh, we'll check it out and you can expect a review of that on this show. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. So once again, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're, whenever you're listening to this. This was Matthew Bailey and... Carter Medina. And we are signing off another episode of BBB Radio. So, the next, so until the next one, take care, stay safe in and out. Peace.